Welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast. The Daily Combat Podcast is brought to you as always by Olympic hopeful turned boxer and all-round sporting polymath Isabella Rossitano, arm wrestling influencer Hollywood Matt Connolly, and combat sports ring announcer Dave Stockbridge. So join Izzy, Dave, and Matt as we talk about the world of combat sports on this episode of the Daily Combat Podcast. And gentlemen, uh, thanks so much for joining us on the Daily Combat Podcast once again. Uh, we're joined by Rich Warner. Now, Rich is a DFC announcer, commentator, and uh, was there's just... only one announcer for DFC, Mr. Stockbridge. <laughs> oh, well, I, I make some noise in the middle of the ring occasionally, but, um, <laughs> but making all the noise on the microphone that the rest of the world can hear is you and Rich uh, we, we just got through DFC 12 a massive event at the Adelaide Oval and uh, you had a few little stories some behind the scenes tales to I'm share not going to tell world. any of them Dave they're too secretive <laughs> oh my god very very top secret stories maybe, maybe well, that's okay. nobody you. listens to the Daily Combat <laughs> podcast <laughs> anyway so you're safe here you, this is a safe space <laughs> oh, yeah we're going to tell all the dirt <laughs> yeah, so uh, so there, there, there were some amazing fights yeah. and it was a great card and, and one put together at a time of great uncertainty, so difficult to match up into state fighters with local fighters and and uh, and also the event itself was postponed several times before we actually got around to the, the final date. Um, and then, you know, the last hurdle, further restrictions come into place and greater uncertainty around vaccinations and all of that type of thing. But in the midst of all of that, we had a fantastic event um, and, uh, and one that had several highlights and uh, some behind-the-scenes stories, as it turns out, as well. Oh, it's always, always a bit going on mm. behind the back. You know, those, those closed back doors that no one gets to see? You know, you come, you see the action, but then... There's there's the, 99% of the stories before and after the fight, and mm. you get to see this intense battle. Yeah. But the preparation for battle and... There's a lot of games that go on. There's a lot of stuff that happens after. Maybe, mm. you know, rematches in the making and mm. um, politics. Yeah. A um, bit of love and hate. Thrill and, and agony. A bit of good love and hate. <laughs> Thrill and agony, yeah. yeah. So for an event like that or a card like that, there's obviously some fighters on debut. We've got a, we had a title fight at the, uh, at the end of the night um, and a, a mix of, of very experienced campaigners and, and uh, people having their very first fight. Uh, how is it that you go about preparing for a night like that? Yeah, well, I try. I'm sneaky, Dave. I try and prepare in the <laughs> sneakiest ways, mate. I, I'll get a fighter. There's a mist that came I'll over. Be, yeah, I'll be talking to his grandma, his kids, his <laughs> wife, his next door neighbour about what's un, you know what's underneath his bed. Yep, yep. I start with social media, all that sort of stuff. You, you, I want to do yeah. a little bit of stalking. So, oh. so it's part. A professional investigator here and, and, yeah, and part commentator. It's right. psychotic, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But you're um, obviously a fan, so you're a fan before you get to it. And yeah. And, and with some of these faces, you, you've obviously already called some fights of theirs over over the years or, or done a little bit of research. Well, you, some of these fighters, like David Butt, the, yep. main, you know, the dude from Tasmania, not originally from Tasmania, from Queensland. Right, originally. Okay. Um, and this, I mean, back in the day, I mean, we... You know, nine, ten, eleven years ago, went to Queensland a number of times with with a particular club I was working with, and um, we got to know a lot of these Queensland fighters. And Queensland MMA, if you know, you know, mm. shark fights and yeah. yeah, like back in the day of when MMA really started off in Australia, Queensland mm. was the leader. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they they had. 
quite a few different promotions all competing against each other before a lot of states were even sanctioned. Right. Um, especially us over in yeah. South Australia. We were Still with a headgear and no, no strikes on the ground. and yeah. Dude. No, hey. no, no strikes standing up either. <laughs> even now. Like and if you're kicks a, only if you have to. <laughs> no grappling. <laughs> if you're a kid, say, and, and you like MMA, you're training that and you want to compete. You want to be in Queensland because yeah. they've got a lot of great amateur competitions like Fight World Cup, and uh, you know, great for kids. You know, to to get some real good, healthy, and safe experience in a great environment. So Very was it positive. was it in Queensland that David got his uh, nickname? Yeah, yeah, the Punisher, <laughs> the Punisher butt. Yeah, <laughs> the, the butt. Sorry, right, it's okay. You you got to be careful how you. Yeah, yeah. I've just realised I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've actually never even thought of that, but it's I a, get why you have. It's an interesting <laughs> nickname, which I'd imagine you'd only get if you spent time in Queensland. Yeah, I'm so. really scared of actually ever seeing him again after you making I, that comment. I did Sorry, not want Dave. to get it wrong. <laughs> we, we know why you're called the Punisher, Dave. Um, yeah. yeah, that dude, like, I remember him from like, 11, 12 years ago, having having a burger with him and um, you know another great MMA star at the time, Beck Hyatt. Oh, yeah, remember yeah. Beck Hyatt? Yeah, it's in the UFC, yeah. Yeah. Well, she uh, was bare knuckle fighting now. Queensland yeah. fighter, you know, 11 years ago, having a McDonald's burger oh, at the end of the fight. Uh, yeah, those sort of memories. And then, uh, you know, you, you follow them over the time. And then to have him come on the card and see him again. And, and dude, uh, you, know, the, you know, you're a UFC fan. Yeah. but And you get so much coverage that you can get into and so many things you can watch. But when it's here in South Australia and you get to interview and talk to the fighters and stalk their missus, that's great. <laughs> 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 Nothing <laughs> sus. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. Just, so, to, so with somebody like David that you've got some, some kind of history with, I guess, uh, um, in those um, pre-fight interviews where you're getting some of the, you know, the background on the fighter, it, it's a little bit easier already, is it? Or, or well, is it different because of the, you know, the tyranny of distance and time and oh, things that have changed? Tyranny of distance. Mm. <laughs> Trepidation of uh, the semi-latitude. You need the, to uh, pause and have a big breath after those two words. It's a $5 word, that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be honest, um, it just... It, it makes it easier because you, you already have 30 questions that are burning because you, yeah. you know the stories. David Butt. Talking to David Butt, we both nearly had tears in our eyes. Oh, really? At the yeah. end of that? Wow. There's two or three other Terrible fighters. fight preparation for David yeah. Butt, by the way, but nonetheless. Right. Good, good for you to get the yeah. emotional uh, you know, aspect of, of And of you the call the fight and you journey. wish you could tell people more about some of the stuff mm. that's really going on in the background. And, you know, you've got permission, but you just don't have a time. Mm. Yeah. The fight happens quick and um, so many things that the fighter has on their mind, they, you know, they share with you. And, so, and so for those that are perhaps listening, they, they might be aware that but before a fight, you'll take the time to sit down with that fighter oh, yeah. and, and have, a, have a deeper discussion about what, what happens in that conversation. You're learning about their, their strategy, what they've learned the last few fights, uh, what, they're, what they're trying to do uh, in the cage this time. What, what, what's your line of questioning? And, or, or does that largely vary depending on who it is that you're talking to no i i to be honest with you when i've approached anybody to have a chat um my fundamental thing that's that's going on in my mind before i write down a series of questions that i think are important for this particular person is that old bloody fighter statement that every fighter says Mm. they hate that week pre-fight with all of the Sorry, but the dickhead interviewer's asking the same questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how, what's different in this preparation mm. for your fight this time? How's your weight cut going? Yeah. Yeah. How do you plan to finish it? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'll just you know? give you my whole game plan so you can <laughs> give it to my opponent. Well, you know, I'd like to finish it first round knockout. Yeah, <laughs> like, like we all would. And 
so to me, um, so how do you go deeper? I want to know the the specifics um, about the stuff that nobody knows, the the, the things that really have gone on. Um, so what might be going on in their personal world in in preparation that type of thing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, you know, you want to watch their fight and all of their fights previous, and and. And, and have your presumptions on where you think things are at with them. Yeah. But then, you know, a lot of these guys, like David Buck, come from interstate and, you know, you haven't, you've never spoken to them before, you know, apart from 10 years ago <laughs> or whatever like that. But you know and you follow them in the, the MMA scene of Australia, you know that things have gone on and he's moved into state, changed clubs, been some massive uh, changes in terms of, you know, uh, in his life. Um, yeah, and I suppose, to be honest with Dave, he made it really easy. Um, yeah. You just... Just ask a, a basic question to Dave, and it's like cracking the nut, and the fluid just comes out, and he mm. just it was almost tears immediately because of how real it is for him. Right, and and, you know, what, what and what was affecting him at the time? Because uh, I wouldn't imagine that would be your normal MMA fighter's reaction to the pre-fight interview, essentially. Um, yeah. the, the, at weigh-ins, you know, at, yeah, at weigh-ins, and so, but so, what, what was going on there for for him? Because that was a big fight. He's he's uh, I mean, it's the main event. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's for for a belt. What I understand, he hadn't fought for a couple of years. Um, like a lot of fighters, COVID's just uh, taken um, taken so many fighters um, uh, out, of, out of the equation for the last couple of years. And so um, he'd been on hiatus for the best, uh, competing for 18... Three, three years. Three years. And, yeah, he hadn't and, fought. And then uh, and now all of a sudden he's coming back for a title belt yeah. with no warm-up uh, or no tune-up, essentially. That's right. Uh, so, um, so what, what was at the what, what was at the basis of his emotional response to your questions? Do you think um, it was like uh, I think to be honest, it was like the, the you know people talk about you know just the drain walls come down or the, the floodgates just open. It was just a, a simple you know that pull pull that little rock out that's holding it all, and and it was a lot you know there's a lot emotionally that people are holding in before mm-hmm. they fight that mm-hmm. they have to repress and control. But uses motivation to get to that point, yeah. Um, and it just weighed in. He just made his weight. He's having his drink, and I'm like, "Hey, man, yeah, yeah. finish your drink." And if you if you're keen to have a chat, he's like, "He was a lovely guy, as you know. Mm. He, most MMA fighters are very humble." Yeah. And um, I suppose my first question to him was was more of a statement question. I wanted him to know that I knew who he was, and I'd followed him, and I'd seen him, and I'd seen where he's come from. Yeah. And my first question was. What the hell are you doing here? Jeez. Put it on him right there. That's yeah, I can see that. And, and, why, and why was that? Why was, why <laughs> I was, made him wow. cry. Yeah. And why was that your your question? Because yeah. obviously you felt that he could have been doing anything, but he's yeah. there, and, and and why? What 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 led you to well even pose that question in that way? Yeah, well, Dave Bart, if you follow him, if you if you look at his record, he's been everywhere. He's done and everything. He's you know he's at that age where like okay, you've. You're a journeyman. Yeah, you're never going to be number one in the UFC. I'm sorry, Dave, <laughs> uh, but th- that's it. Um, yep. And I think you know there's a reality there that he knows. But I don't. So what was in it for him to prove? Or was this like a a final opportunity or for him to be able to get his hands on some gold? I think it was about himself proving something to himself, mm. and and that was just simply about respect for himself. Yeah. That's what that fight was about. Win, lose, or draw, he, to stay alive in this world, he actually needed to do that camp to get him in a place where he was going to be mentally healthy mm. moving forward. Incredible. Um, you might say it's a life-saving position for him to, mm. to have done that. For, and, it, and it absolutely was. Um, 
you know, his coach uh, and his second coach uh, saw him in a complete suicidal position in life. Um, he'd actually lost everything in his life. Um, you probably know, I think. No. Yeah, well, he yeah he lost uh, his kids, his, his wife, his job, absolutely everything. Wow. Incredible. Yeah, and you know, he's so really for him, he, he had fighting left. Yeah, uh, and so he, he well, you know, he's, I think, and, and that was the reason that was to get up in the morning and to well, they, get a discipline. And his coach and his team actually had to have a, an intervention. Wow, wow. Sat him is down. this during the camp or no? No, there's him. no camp on the horizon, no fight Nothing. on the horizon, not fighting again. Um, we've got some major, uh, maybe um, mental health issues and also maybe some drug issues as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when a cost, hey, we're in that society where most of us in some in sometimes feel like that and go through that and mm. we can all identify and most MMA fighters have similar stories. Mm. But uh, when, when the coach and they got together and they just said, listen, you're in a place that's really dangerous. We're fearing for you, and we need. We think that two things are really important for you. One is to have a goal, and number two is to have good people around you. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah, and that saved his life. Incredible. Um, so, Ike speaking to his coach, you know, as as Ike would do as a matchmaker, you know, tries to get you know have good relationships with lots of coaches around the country for this reason to, to get to know who's available and so forth. I think he was talking to his coach and had a bit of a handle on the situation that, that he actually needed this goal and something to present, uh, to, to something to work towards. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I love that because I think that's really good for me too. I, I think those two things are bloody valuable. Yeah. You, you know that uh, leading into when you spoke to him at the Wayans, you, you knew that backstory or did that come out uh, after? Oh, I, wow. Look, I knew some, you know... Some some stories about you know he moved to Tasmania and there's been some changes there, big changes and uh, in terms of changing clubs and working with certain people who he's not working with anymore and big relationship fallouts and high level people mm-hmm. fallouts. So everybody mm-hmm. probably knows you know some of these people. I don't want to mention names because I don't know enough information about anything to comment. That's fine. But you know you just know that he's been through some breakups. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know about what he had to share with me. Yeah. Um, and. Jeez, mm. how do you respond to that, you know? The gravity of that moment. And, and I think that's when you realise that when you are uh, commentating or announcing or you're, you're on the peripheral of these events, you know, you're, you're some small part of that big journey for those, those fighters and the moments that you play in that, yeah. in, in that event um, are, are big to those people. You know, for, for, for me, it's doing it for, for those people that have, you know, putting it all on the line and have yeah. essentially put their life on hold for the last eight weeks mm. in order yeah. to... Um, Prove something for them, to themselves and to the world, but uh, also to entertain the thousands of people that are there and the tens 100%. of thousands of people that might be online. Yeah, yeah. It, it's an honour. Oh yeah, just to partake in a in you know just honouring their sacrifice to get to do what they do to get in there. Yeah. Um, you know. and, and amongst those uh, interviews, you know, are there any uh, kind of lighter moments that you came across? <laughs> I, so I did look over you, over my shoulder from time to time, and I saw, saw some oh. giggles going on in the background, and saw some some, some smiles it's there. The time of your life, yeah. I I just love it. I'm in Disney <laughs> fucking land. You know what I'm saying? It's man, I, I couldn't be happier. You, I, you, the only thing I could be happier is if if you said like, you know, we're gonna kill Joe Rogan and you're gonna be Joe <laughs> <That's> Rogan. The, <laughs> you're now in the UFC. Don't worry about DM. See, forget that, you know. Um, to, that, that's we paid Ike out. That's oh. fine. He's got his millions. You're all right. <laughs> you <laughs> Go know, for we it, love you, Ike. Yeah. Um, it is the oh, it is the most fun time. We're laughing, joking, um, and you're like 
right there, mm-hmm. um, watching the action, and so you know the blood, <laughs> the blood from that fight, man. Oh, oh that fight, the cocaine. Yeah, yeah, Dude, for sure, <laughs> for sure. So <laughs> I mean, that was that, that was absolutely absolutely. The huge. canvas yeah. was. Oh, you took a photo after it's all on your Instagram. <laughs> the canvas was like just bright red. It started out white. They wiped it each round <laughs> oh, before yeah. that, though. Like at the end of the first round, they yeah, wipe right. it. The second round, they wipe it, and then. <laughs> Oh, the, that's the, probably the, one some of the funniest canvases I've ever seen. Well, some of the yeah. things that you can't translate onto onto the screen, of course, oh. is, is the smell of the blood. You know that that was. I, I, I just I, I think it will always remain. With you're me not joking. He's front. not joking, oh, yeah. people. He's uh, not and, joking at all. And uh, took that breath in just as you're just as you're about to say something, you know, like that. And as I did that, it was full on. It, oh, yeah. it just it went straight up into the sinuses, it was and I went full oh. on. Wow, mm. like you get a sense as to what these guys know. And then as yeah. walking out the ring, uh, somebody had, uh, mentioned, said something like, geez, he must have had a high-protein diet. I can smell it. Wow. And it's like, oh, you line, yeah. can smell the protein. That's what you're smelling, is it? And wow. it's like, that's... that's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen a bloodier fight. No. Yeah. I, I don't know how many thousand fights. Yeah. Probably the same as you, mate. You yeah. watch and, and about everything from UFC popping, one, popping, right? uh, Marvin Eastman... Uh, <laughs> Oh, there's been a couple um, in some of the earlier UFCs, maybe around the 40 mark. But yeah, there was. I'm just trying to think of who it but was. But continued on. There was a, there was three rounds. That was epic. He still didn't go down. Yeah, and it, it, was and s- it was five round five, wasn't it? Was I've got, got a was question for you guys. I had a question for you. Just on this one, let's throw. I'm going to cause trouble already mm-hmm. with this one. All right. There's so much blood going on, and there's two two things, two questions, or two people I'd question. Not question in a bad way, but. In a, in a, hey, I'll just put it to you. Mm-hmm. That fight could have been stopped due to Dr. Stoppage. Mm-hmm. And it could also have been stopped easily by the own corner throwing in a towel. Mm. Uh, if you're the coach, what would you have done? Kept it going. Yeah. Oh! No way. No way was I going to stop that. He's bleeding. I so mean, what? It's blood. He's all right. Yeah. He's still fighting. He's still but being but competitive. And I think that was that was probably what led to that decision because the the fighters still looked active. Uh, he, he he was cognizant. He understood right. what was going on. Um, he's he, still competitive. You could, yeah. you could see in his eyes he was very competitive right right through to the end. Um, and I would say even in the last round, after a couple of big bombs come come flying through, it could have it could have it gone the other way. Yeah. It wouldn't have taken. He kept throwing back the idiots. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of easy way to take. An easy finish, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> choke me out of something, you know. Yeah. Uh, I love that mentality, though. When somebody's uh, like, "I don't care if I'm bleeding. I don't care if my leg is falling off. I'm trying to win this fight." And that's tough. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. That, that's that was Diego Sanchez. It's those guys that you know will, will walk through the fires of hell to continue to fight against their yeah. opponent. Yeah, and it's like you know, broken nose. So what? I yeah. can still, I'm still. Fighting. And even for his opponent to see that and think, "Geez, this is." Not yeah. working. Well, like, it's like when Tyson Fury got up off the ground yeah. in that 12th round. And it was, it was like, you saw, um, crazy moment. It was a crazy <laughs> yeah. moment. Yeah. It's like mm, something supernatural just happened. How is he not responding to what the fuck is going on to his face? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, yeah. Wrong. Crazy yeah. shit. <laughs> I can't believe they got to the end and, and it was okay. But Jesus. So, so, so we're going, going into the night and, mm. and, and talking to the fighters prior to, yep. um, does, does that give you a sense as to, Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Or you know, does it shift where your money would go if you were going to be betting on that fight, for instance? Like, where, where does how does how does that go? Like, you're, you're listening, you're listening to the fighters. In your experience, and not not just in this card, but but in uh, all the cards that you've gone to, could, do you get a strong sense as to who's going to win <laughs> after that discussion? And can you tell Dave um, before the fight? It's really and a question, eh? it's how a much question. money can I shift? <laughs> 
in the 15 minutes before yeah. the fight. So uh, there's, a two, there's a two-part question, but let's go with the first part. I don't think so. Um, no. Unless the fighter's stupid and they tell you stuff that, you know, hey, I've never done this before and I, I'm only good at this, you know, which, of course, the name do. Yeah. Um, but you should know that anyway before you get there. And you should, you know, I already, to be honest, I've already got my... Favourites in mind or where, yeah, where you think I've, it's going to go. Yeah. I have my presumption and I'm hoping that they would prove me wrong, jump out of that box that I've put them in. Yeah. Um, and I'll ask questions to, to hope that they'll jump out of that box. Prove me wrong here. You know, tell me about this. Tell me about that. Excellent. What are you thinking if he does this? Um, mm. What's your coach's style in, in terms of, you know, this particular background coming against that kind of offence? Mm. Um but can, we, can, can we even get a little bit of a sense, maybe? Can we do a little bit of a role-play? Like, oh. Matt, Matt's a fighter. This would be, he'd be a <laughs> fighter on, on debut. A fighter. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. When did this happen? <laughs> it, My name's Jack Fan. Well, <laughs> so one, one of the things that in, in our experience of uh, having had the podcast is um, because of the relatively uh, because of the relatively low profile of the sport, although fastest growing in the world and, and, and all of those things, at a local level, uh, a lot of young fighters don't get a lot of media experience. They don't yeah. get a lot of exposure to to it and um, and as you said, you know, there's a lot of fighters that hear the same questions all the time, and they tend to be the same the fighters that have have a lot of the fights. Um, but at, at a local level, um, there's a lot of young fighters that aren't sure how to navigate the, the, this particular part, the media part yeah. of the game, which is so important when they're trying to seek out sponsors, increase their profile, get the social media going, all of those things. Um, and then the you know then they come across you, and so what what does that kind of look like? You you, you kind of pose some questions and seek out a response and yeah i'm um, just touching on something you said on another one of your podcasts a few weeks ago is that oh you watch well yeah yeah big fan big fan <laughs> stalker in the background here. Um, but you talked about a lot how's of my wife guys. by the way <laughs> uh, she says uh, be home soon <laughs> but, uh, rich is like um, yeah a lot of these guys don't have their, their own uh athlete page and looking mm. at sponsorship and getting things together in a great way and as well um we should be doing better you know things like this you mm. guys um you we know. should do better you're right <laughs> no, <but> you guys <laughs> this is the budget this is what we got we've got a desk and we and, we, and matt's got some figurines this is the best this is the media of this particular sport that we that we love this yeah. oh, it's yeah. avenues like this it doesn't you know, we get don't get talked about on channel ten and nine and seven. Right. Mm. Um, so it's it's not mainstream media. It's it's things like this that the, the community love. Mm. Um, but yeah, we we and, and that will grow, of course, in time with things like this and the progression of athlete pages. You know, and sponsorship and proper great mu- media discussions about who these athletes are and mm. what they're doing. And absolutely, it's the thing that's that's kind of just really we're just scratching the surface. And the level of professionalism, of course, will will get better. And, you know. Yeah. It's uh, so awesome, like watching the UFC's sort of progression through that, and you know they they got banned from like, right. every state, and they were in the dark ages where they couldn't get on you know um, yeah. pay views, and they were restricted from holding events in like, I think forty nine out of fifty states or something. Yeah. Um, but this guy Tito Ortiz was one <laughs> of the big influences through that period. It was uh, Randy Couture, Chuck Liddell, Tito yeah. Ortiz, those three guys that kept the fans turning up in person to the actual live gates before they were able to sort of um, hire Mark Ratner and then talk to the athletic commissions and come up with a plan where they could uh, get... Relaunch the sport, essentially. And then it was like, we're a professional organisation with professional rules, and it was written by the guy who was, you know, one of the leaders of the 
and the Nevada State Athletic Commission, so it was a legitimate thing. And, you know, they were able to slowly start progressing through the states as to getting legalised. But if it wasn't for these guys yep. that held it through that time period, and the reason that they were successful was that, you know, guys like Tito, guys like Chuck, they had... Love the Tito. He loves the oh, Tito. Yeah. I do. I don't. I'm going to say Tito is the many. reason that <laughs> we have the FC. So, so Matt, do, right. do, 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 do you think it's healthy for a 40 year old man though, to have so many Tito uh, figurines? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not making not a judgment. Is it healthy for a 40 year old man to admit it? Oh, man. Who likes Tito? The very first UFC fight I saw was Tito Ortiz versus Ken Shamrock, UFC 40. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because we hate Shamrock more. Well, no, I, what a wanker that dude is, eh? I used to love Ken Shamrock. I, I thought he was Yeah, excellent. well, yeah. Uh, I didn't know what UFC was. I didn't know. Never heard of it. And I saw it in the, in the video store. And it was like, UFC, okay, what is this? And then I saw on the back, it was said Ken Shamrock. And I'd heard him from wrestling, you know. Uh, and I was like, okay, Ken Shamrock. All right, well, yeah, I'll take this home and have a look. And the first fight was uh, Robbie Lawler versus uh, Tiki Gozen. And uh, it was the one of the most brutal knockouts. The first round, about twenty seconds in, Robbie's knocked uh, Tiki to the floor, and then run over and smashed him with a huge overhand right. I've leapt off the chair. I'm like, oh, what is this? This is insane. That was my first experience watching this thing. I don't know what I'm watching, but yeah. it's great. And that was the first fight. And there was ten fights, and and Tito was the main event. Uh, Ken Shamrock. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go for Shamrock because that's the only guy I've ever heard of. They did a great press conference. Yes. Uh, Shamrock oh, yes. and Tito. Kick the chair kick in the, the air. chair, kick yeah, the chair. That's right. That's right. And Tito sat there as if nothing happened, isn't yeah, it? That's right. Yeah. yeah, no, he kicked it, and I think Dana White caught it. <laughs> that's right, he caught it with one hand. That's right. Because yeah. Ken was making these terrible, <laughs> terrible threats. I, I will beat you into yeah. a living death was yes. one of them. And, <laughs> uh, and and Tito laughed, and then uh, Ken got angry, as he does. And mm. he's good at doing that. Oh, and, uh, kicked, little angry man. <laughs> kicked the chair that he ordered, and it launched. And Dana, very uh, nonchalantly... You know, caught it, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This was like the battle of Roy One versus Roy Two. Yeah, yeah. The balloon animals, you know, it was like yeah, that's right. ah, to the death. So they had the fight, Crazy. And, uh, amazing fight. It was it was really good. Um, Tito uh, won fourth round TKO. I don't think I your can. memory, dude. Oh. I, it's hey, only for things hey, Tito, though. People he's, don't even know who Tito is. <laughs> Jesus, is any, oh, no, Dave's going to be like, you need to cut Back that whole Tito Back in 1973, <laughs> I tell you, I was watching the UFC. There's a guy, his name uh, Tito. Uh, well, this, this is the, you it had an impact on me, man. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, yeah. So I watched it, yeah, fourth round. I'm pretty sure it was a... Um, uh, Ken didn't come out in the fifth. Or it was, I don't think you need this encyclopedia. <laughs> oh, I said it was written by... This is written by, by yeah. Matt, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's yeah. here to sell books. That's what it is. <laughs> That's right, that's right. So you, you've, got, watching, you've got some serious issues. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> no, and that got me into it. And, you know, they had, it was a DVD. And you know how on DVDs they had the little special features and stuff like that. It was the only real reason to actually buy the DVD. Um, and they had some of the training stuff that Tito had done leading into the fight. And they had some interviews. And I was like, I, I like this guy. You know, he's cool. I mean, he, he'd, he'd sold up uh, a lot of his stuff. And he went and he bought a training centre, um, a former Oscar Del Hoyas training centre in Big Bear, California. And he was training up there, took this fight really seriously you know like trained 16 weeks or something for it uh he's just one of those guys that has one of those insane worth it work ethics wants to push like to the absolute limit throwing up every workout you know just pushing 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 um and i was like this is um you know a professional athlete like this this level because it was the first time i was watching this sport yeah. i was like i didn't realize there was there was so much to it mm -hmm. 
And then at that moment, like, realised I can't be in MMA. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, well, it was still a sort of underground at that point, yeah. and it was like great. Yeah. And I went back and and then you know got the back catalogue and then sort of you know I think at the time that watched like you, you go to Blockbuster. Go to it Blockbuster. was yeah, it was like local rent- deli to yeah. try and get the VHS and of USC four. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's the sort of guy. I, that's the fan <laughs> that I like. I respect that shit. That's right. Well, I'm I'd like, be bringing yeah, my brother over there. You'd have to go to like three different shops to get you know. Have you got UFC yeah, the deli, yeah. the pizza store, that's and the right. grocery? That that's you'd right. have to go to, a mm. and you'd have to buy a Cornetto at each one. Yeah, that's what right. you <laughs> and, and every time you watched it, it was like it was amazing. It was oh like yeah, yeah, blowing it, my mind. It was, it was also shit. something that you would have watched with your friends. Like, it, it oh, yeah. really would have you just got you would have got that DVD or the video, mm. and you would have called up your mates. You've got to come and see you, this. Got to watch like, it with me. You've got to watch it with me. I can't believe it's allowed. It's great. Yes, yeah. You're gonna ban it soon, I'm sure. <laughs> discovering that world and then it was like you know it was in I think it had just come out of that sort of dark time or, or whatever and it was um, well it was it was starting to get sanctioned and then starting to get some hype I, I'm just imagining what the title to this big is it's like before the dark times or <laughs> this is what happens when the, you get old and you're still a fan yeah, that's right. yeah. you're getting me excited that's okay. the thing I'm like I'm, I'm hijack this episode it's yours or is it like, just a, why does he love Tito so much uh, yeah. like, maybe, maybe that's a love part yeah. you'll, there's you'll someone, be there's, graphically there's a, putting that in afterwards it's like, there's, there's inspiration and there's a little bit of unhealthy love oh, does yeah. your Facebook frame just have like Tito uh, on it's the my, <laughs> I'm not even kidding my, my wow. cover photo is a stare down photo with me and Tito oh, yeah. when I met him in Las Vegas and my wife grabbed his bum yeah. Wait, uh, I reckon you could take him. <laughs> oh, Tito man. is shit. He got right in my face as well. It was so awesome. I mean, as a fan, you're, you know. you're like six three, man. Yeah. He's the same height as I am. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Jesus. was the same height. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. He looks so small here. Oh, yeah, he's tiny, yeah. <laughs> like How big, is his head as big as Mike Turner's head? Ah, uh, I was, I was excited, man. Like you know, when you meet someone that, like, you know, is. I'm not an idol, but like somebody that you're like, I'm so excited to meet him, Dude. and, and uh, you feel like you know them, and yeah. you know if they didn't, if they knew you, it wouldn't be wouldn't be a surprise because in your dreams you'd already had those like, conversations. Ah. That's right, that's right. <laughs> and uh, I said we got a photo together with him and my wife, and uh, and then I said, oh, can we do a stand down photo? Oh. Like, wait, wait, yeah. what point did you kick your wife out? Of <laughs> <laughs> well, she's a fan as well. <laughs> but, uh, this before, you take the but, camera now. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're here. Yeah. She's a fan for different reasons, though. She, <laughs> she did. She did um, grab his bum on the way. Like she put her arm around him, and then and then accidentally, the, accidentally the on the way down, um, just the brush it just the, just happened to to cut uh, slightly, wow, which she's very bit. happy with. You know, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of her greatest memories. <laughs> Some double standards of uh, some sexual abuse going what, on. What was it like being married to Matt for fifty years on her deathbed? So, well, there was that moment in Las Vegas <laughs> where I did brush his ass on the way through. But it's anyway, the, the other fifty years were great. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But yeah, so sit down, photo. He's got like nose to nose, and he's clenching his jaw like, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. It, it works. Six like, downs oh yeah. work. Oh man! Don't you like if you were like five foot three, he wouldn't yeah. have done that. But no. he's like, oh, this guy's you, big. Fuck you, yeah, buddy. Absolutely, fuck you. I will destroy you. Yeah. So, so you can feel of, that. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do back when he's clenching and making weird noises? What did uh, you do? Well, we he took a like a girl, just, just, just as you can you see. Like, were you smiling or you like? I was clenching. Half smiling, half. Like, um, I don't want to ruin this moment. Am I right? I just asked if he clenched to Tino. Uh, we all know the answers. That, <laughs> that is my cover photo. If you look at my Facebook profile, but yeah, it's it's him and me, sort of. Oh, like, really? 
Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Is this yeah. too real? Yeah. But getting back to what we were saying. I, in I don't terms know of what the we growth, were talking about. I don't know if oh, no, man, we Is there anything worth talking about? It is. I'm getting there. Hang on. I'm getting there. Okay. Oh, this is a roundabout. It was. I'm just full circle. This is circling back. That's right. It's something to do with MMA somewhere along the way. The Jen Saki circle back girl. Circle back. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're about we're yeah. circling back. We've come all the way through Tito. We're and coming back through. We sure did. And yep. go through Tito. The point. Yeah. yeah well. <laughs> Still if fighting. Mrs. Connolly had her way. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right? Does she watch these? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, my point. Of all that uh, was the growth of the sport, seeing it come through, and then oh, good, like, there yeah. was a point. Yeah. No, 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 because no, like they came through with that. The dark mapping is oh, there. oh, this yeah, is yeah. where we attribute all the UFC successes to Tito Wolter. <laughs> okay, no, 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 the Tito. promotion yeah. and 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 the Ultimate Fighter when that came yeah. about, and mm-hmm. the fight that they had with uh, Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bono that was mm-hmm. free to air. This is one of the things I keep saying is that if you want people to be able to see your sport, make it easy for them, make it free, make it accessible, put it in their face, and do it often, and say, here is the sport. Have a look at it because you're going to catch more people's attention than the diehards that have to pay even if you've got to pay a dollar people won't do it um but if you're coming through those dark times and they started getting um some notoriety and some attention uh and they started getting legislated in the sports and seeing the growth and then it was like sites the media sites like the ufc junkie and uh, sherdog and all the rest of it that were coming through um and it was like to see to see like because you know 2001 or something i started watching it and it was like um, you know, 2021 now, there's 20 years. It's like there, there was nothing. There was no media sites. No one was covering it. Right. And now it's like built to this point where it is a legit, it's one of the biggest sports in the world. I mean, Dana White sold his portion of the UFC uh, $330 million. So I know. I've had to sell all my tap out gear because it's not cool <laughs> As soon as I went to Kmart, that's when, it's when it got in Kmart, that's when it wasn't cool anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it got cheap. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I still got a bit of, I still got a bit of tap out stuff. At home that I'll wear. I've got some affliction. I <laughs> won't be affliction. Room. Hey, hey, this is the, this is my worst thing that I'll admit to. I have it <laughs> like a little drug dealer. I've got a tap out bum bag. <laughs> oh. That's that's wrong. But that's they're the great. drug dealers you don't fuck so with. So many levels. You know, they, when you see the tap out logo, yeah, you're like, oh, 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 look yeah, out. Hang on. Yeah. But yeah. It, it used or to, it must used be to be. Okay. It used to be. If you saw somebody else my with tap dealer, out, you yeah. might know something. <laughs> if you saw somebody else that had those sort of shirts or that, you'd be like, oh, that's, a UF, that's another Why? UFC fan. I remember I was wearing... I, mm, I shouldn't. I was wearing a Tito Ortiz t-shirt, <laughs> as you do. Born in Las Vegas, wow. right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Not online. Um, uh, anyway, at the shops, at the supermarket, and a guy came running up to me to be like, "Oh, did you see the fight? Did you see it on last week? The Chuck Liddell thing, and you, your boy got smashed." And I'm yeah. like, "Yes, I saw it. Thanks, mate." But, yes. but it was like because that was so rare to see somebody else with it. It was like, yes. "Oh, oh, yes. that guy's into the same thing." You yeah, know, it was. It was awesome. And, and so, do you do you feel like you're losing your, your your specialness now <laughs> that, that, that the rest of the world's caught up in our love. I love it. I think it's great. Well, the two things. No, I don't cool. feel as special anymore. You sure. don't feel as special. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that it's grown to the level it's at. I think it goes mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. I'm onto monster trucks now. <laughs> I'm into arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting into arm wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had to commentate the arm wrestling. Oh, so, so let's. Uh, I know you had better commentary. So, so <laughs> we so had to do this weird commentary. Okay, we're doing we're doing commentary for arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be 
challenging. Like, what do you? <laughs> You've never we, seen it before. I, I'm not sure if you've heard. So it. tell us about. It. Tell us it. about your own. I've heard, oh. well, heard it maybe a <laughs> well, hundred times because I I edit, I edit the videos. So so, uh, so okay. Let, so there is a little bit of consternation here. So uh, at the oh, recent DSC I'm event, get punished uh, by our, a wonderful commentating team, commentary team, uh, were asked to do the impossible, and that is to comment on a sport that they've I'm got sorry. no idea about That's whatsoever. Fine, I'm kind of not, but. You know, I'm the, sorry because yeah, you're yeah. much bigger than me right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm sorry, sorry because I'm here and in front of you. But <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. And uh, and and knowing the, the the great lengths that you guys go to we in order it. to in order to essentially do your homework to understand the the intricacies of the athletes' uh, preparation oh. to to know the the records and to and and even the conversations you know prior to the call you know just sharing notes with your fellow yeah. commentators and and. And the professionalism that goes into that, and the contrast. Arm wrestling guys oh. jump into the cage, and then they, this is the crazy shit, right? We're like, okay, 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 cool. But it's gonna be arm wrestling. I just had it in my head, arm wrestling. I didn't picture it quite like anything. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Had you but ever had you ever had any exposure to arm wrestling I, outside I, of that? Do you event? remember that? Do you remember the Sylvester Stallone movie? Over the top. Over the top. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Loved over the top. Right? Okay. So, so that was it. Big fan. That's all you needed so, to see. So I'm like, <laughs> that's I'm, I'm like in the truck, you know, yeah. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. Like, <laughs> and, and, and you know, obviously, some severe repressed so, memories but, of being beaten as a child by you know your school bully smashing you with oh, the, yeah. the, and probably never arm wrestling again and having twigs as arms. So, <laughs> so it was kind of like, all right, I'm gonna just get, we're gonna go with this. So I do feel for you guys because yeah, you, you, there's this sport that's thrown in front of you, in front of thousands of people that are watching on a pay per view, and you're like, okay, well, I guess this is a sport. Um, uh, let's, uh, well, let's uh, the, the, the holding first, hands the with first, the other guy. The let's see how this goes. Line, the first line was, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's all you need to know. Yeah. Right there. That's it. And from there, it was like, okay, we're going to ad lib and Man. see what the fuck happens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it was crazy. Yeah. Um, so what was, your, what was your impression of the first time watching the sport and, and up close as my well? My first impression is... Apart like, from what I, the fuck do I say I next? I was on the Viking side. I, I'm a oh, fan the Viking? Of oh, well, is that, the, of the, is that the beard? Or of is course it, it is, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you can always go for the guy that looks most like you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and he spoke to me as well. Ooh, <laughs> oh, did right. he? Hey, he, he did this. He did the big... He did the win, right? Yeah. And he ran around the cage like he's won an MMA fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes... Oh, he does that even at training. He wins training all the time. You see you see, like they'll come over to Dana's table yeah, and they'll yeah. yell something to Dana. Yeah. Viking come over to me like I'm Dana. I'm like, he's yes. gonna talk to me. <laughs> he's just done this big win, and and he yelled something at his p- opponent mid, yeah. mid fight. Yeah, yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. 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 Match, match, match. Yeah. Whatever. yeah, tickle. He and I and I said I caught his eye. And I'm like, he's running over to me, and I said, What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> and he, I think he said so, he came back. He said something. What did he say? No chance. No chance. No chance. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. yeah. What a legend. Oh, I love the Viking. What a superstar. No oh, chance. So good. So good. Yeah, he was, he was awesome. Um, but there was other ones that were just back and forth. Long, oh, yeah. And as, oh, yeah. As, I learned that there's a thing called technique and it's a strategy here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's not just about brute force or power. Oh, hey, and... There's a lot of mental games going on. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. big time. 
Big time, hundred percent, absolutely. It so was. and and it's, a, it's very much in that 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 grip up in the moment, you know, yeah. just getting set up. And if you get set up and your hands just mm-hmm. slightly mm-hmm. a little bit out or whatever, or you're not comfortable, your opponent feels just a little bit, and it can be all over in a, a second. Surprise factor? Can, can you? Is there a thing I noticed in one fight, and I wasn't sure if the other guy wasn't quite ready, or yeah. the guy was just too quick with too much power, or something yeah. like that. But he caught him. Oh yeah. Real quick. Is that a thing? Second match. Uh, uh, so I know there's a lot of... Uh, so, so, when he went, so when he went, he, he, the other guy stopped him, do you mean? Or no, it was or it first, quick. Or flash pin. Quick. Flash it was pin. like, uh, third, as soon as third they were round. Out, boom, he got So him. that was a flash pin. Third round, Berserker and Sledge. I've done a few flash pins. Top roll. <laughs> <laughs> different style. Top roll? Top, it was a top, yeah. It's like jiu-jitsu, there's top a whole punk. different language. Yeah, that's right, it? exactly, yeah. I mean, you know, you're saying Americana or Kimura or whatever, and it's yeah. like, okay, well, we've got, you know, top roll hook. Um, a lot of, uh, uh, strangely, a lot of sexual innuendos <laughs> with the, the strap. You know, of course, you've got the strap oh. on. It's good to put so the strap on. So you did hear on. my commentary. I heard it. I was bragging <laughs> you mentioned strap like three times, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. At what point am I going to like say something rude here? Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the classic lines, uh, one of the world champions, Devin Larratt, uh, had a match, and the commentator said, "Oh, Devin is the co- type of guy that will take a shower with a strap on." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> something for next time. Something for next time. Yeah. Uh, the thing you guys put in the cage. This was hilarious. The table. The table. Yeah. The, oh. the fucking table was <laughs> rocking, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. And these dudes had their legs wrapped around it. Yeah, yeah. Getting leverage off the legs. Yeah, yeah. Pushing and pulling and, and the table. It's not on a hard surface bolted down. No. no. Well, we didn't want to bolt it in the middle of the, ca- the MMA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and it was one of the compromises for the for the uh, uh, competitors in that situation. And I felt for you. Yeah. That's I a, heard you it's say, a we need six more guys in there to hold, hold this. the thing down. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it is a hard one. And, and with the, I mean, you wouldn't swap it for the spectacle. No, that's though. right. But for the athletes, that, that would have been another additional complication because normally it's, although not bolted down, it's mm. pretty steady and... Uh, or at least to the extent that a ref and, uh, or the two refs could could assist, but in that situation, we only had the one ref in the ring, mm-hmm. so there wasn't it's a secondary soft surface, ref. Mm-hmm. And you Slippery had canvas. yeah, yeah, and you had to two heavyweights, yeah, 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 and bouncing around on there, and, and their body weight and momentum as well as the table, and gone hundred mm. percent with adrenaline and a crowd watching. It's like, oh, this yeah. is big. All four guys were like, you know, they pumped. Oh man, it was amazing. The biggest thing we've had in arm wrestling, maybe in the country, it was just. It was mm. amazing. Like, to be really? part of it, we were so, so appreciative. And, uh, you know, to, to get into the octagon, my hands were trembling, man. Like, <laughs> How was, did you feel? Oh, it was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. Um, you know. Did you have a little Tito in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> watch, I mean, watch a Tito video before we you know. <laughs> I think it must have been super special. I mean, you, you know, you've been around for a long time in that sport. you got Stockbridge right next to That's you. Right. Who's calling it. That's right. And obviously you can't hear us being rude in the background. <laughs> no, complete right. dicks. Right? But you would have been totally pumped. You oh, it was amazing. It was yeah. it was uh, one of the best moments of my life, without a doubt. I'm serious as the well. The crowd got into I'm it. I'm serious. Yeah. The crowd got into it. 1,200 people there or, or whatever the final gate numbers were. But it was mm-hmm. a big crowd. Um, they were there for the MMA, which is fine. But, you know, we got the opportunity to... 
Showcase Ice Sport. Showcase and we, we were hearing sport. people getting into it. And yeah, it was like dude. when, you know, Viking was, was yelling in Leroy's face and people were going, oh, Jesus. Hey, like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Whoa, hey. That's, I mean, there's characters. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and that's what it's about, isn't it? There's, there's not just two hands and one's going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, you got two characters, two different yeah. stories, and there's two battles, two different kind of techniques, things are used. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes I reckon in your spot, could be completely wrong. You could have, you know, pretty equal strength or whatever, mm, but yeah. the fight's already over before it started. Sometimes. Maybe here. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Someone's intimidated or something. Yeah, yeah. Just, this guy's beaten me six times before. Yeah. You know, and then... Some people well, the guys, are, the the guys practice. Well. So one of the things here is that the guys actually practice together a lot. Maybe not in the week or two leading up to a big competition, but they'll um, they'll practice. Something you can practice against yourself. Isn't no, it, it isn't. But <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> but that were, but uh, unlike say MMA, where you wouldn't you wouldn't come up against I your beat opponent. This is regularly though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get you in the cage next time. Not in arm wrestling. Oh. I just beat her. Just beat her. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to impressive She's going to impress. Record uh, <laughs> <laughs> undefeated, Sorry, but uh, but in MMA, like you you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't be training against if you had a title fight the yep. guy uh, two weeks before. No, that's uh, right. you, know, you wouldn't be sparring with them certainly. And um, whereas in arm wrestling, that's not entirely unusual that yeah. even a couple of weeks before you'll be sparring with the <sighs> person opponent. that you're, so you're about to compete with. Yeah. It's like a, a club facing itself, it you know, exactly yeah, right. yeah. almost each other. And, yeah. Well, everybody's very close, and so everybody kind of knows each other's game. Yeah. But not only that, but on the peripheral of that, you've got everybody else who knows each other's game who are trying to help one or the other win. <laughs> and then once the once the victory has been made, whoever might happen to win, that person who wins tells the person that they just beat how they just beaten them, and that's the custom around. Yeah. So you can't you can't see that in any other combat <laughs> sport. Uh, but they'll they'll come together and go, well, you know how I beat you, well. In our setup, this is what I did to you. Yeah, and then they'll go, "Oh fuck, all right." Well, like that's what he does, isn't it? Because he's like the nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's stuckery. I've seen you guys uh, wrestle on YouTube, guys. Uh, Stockbridge versus uh, Hollywood here. And, uh, it doesn't end well it? for me. There's a, there's a rematch. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is the top ten in the state now. So. Uh, uh, well, yes. Yeah. Well, well, Matt makes up the rankings, uh, and I, I think do. he might have just like elevated me a little bit. Oh, you, know? you want a match, and you you beat oh. number ten. You're, you're now number ten. So. Is that what it is? You beat. Be the man, to be the man, well, you've got to beat the man. Yeah, yeah. depending on who's, nice. who's ranked ahead of you. Take your yeah. shirt off, yeah. Dave. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> <laughs> um, What a beast. The way I appreciate you guys actually having us on. And then, oh. uh, you know, because when I saw it, because I, I bought the pay-per-view afterwards, I asked Ike if I could um, take the footage and, and, you know, edit up, re-upload it. He said, that's fine. Oh, and then, you know, bought the pay-per-view. And then when I was watching it, I was like, oh, they've got commentary on it. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. And then you, and then. <laughs> and then you listen to it. Second. <laughs> and, and then, then what did you say? know what we're doing. And then, yeah, the first line, oh, I have no idea what's going on. And then, <laughs> then like, oh, okay. Um, I think Mikey said that. He's yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. But, no uh, but yeah. what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously. Wakey, uh, shaky, bakey. Wakey, shaky, bakey. Yeah. The <laughs> then Mikey starts telling me, I think there's going to be some back and forth. And I'm right. like, are you a complete dick? I know that you're a super intelligent Mikey. Why did you just tell me to give me back and forth? I'm thinking maybe a wrist goes left and then it goes right and then it maybe go left again. Rich. Well, what do you think's going to happen? Like, it can only go two ways. <laughs> but he covered it. He, he got his head around it by that stage. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It, was, it was cool. I mean, I, I, I don't have any problems because it was like, 
somebody commentating on something you've never seen before. And I would be the same if there was a sport they put out and it was like, here's horse riding, commentate on about I don't well, I know guess, what's going on. But you know, I guess in the in the overall um, the scheme of things, you know, with the with the event, like for, for all intents and purposes, the arm wrestling was kind of taking up maybe even intermission time. Yeah. And it yeah. wouldn't have been something that factored in the uh, uh, the organisers' uh, sensibility around, you know, what would the, the pay-per-view mm. look like for this part of the intermission essentially yeah. but um but in, we didn't think about it either no no, no right. well i guess it's not something that you know uh but uh, in, in in retrospect though it, it was uh it was it was a great uh, exhibition of the sport mm. and for a lot of people out there i, th- I think yeah. there's one of the things we've learned um over the last uh six or so months that we've been doing the podcast is the uh, the crossover between you're people that are into strength sports who love MMA but yeah. might not compete but have friends that Absolutely. do, and uh, and those guys you know have got we love other it all, friends. Man. Yeah, there seems but to be this the the medieval guys, and the medieval know, like guys. Yeah, February's gonna be sick, which oh, makes an event like Apex absolutely Woo! nuts, doesn't it? February so twenty sixth, February twenty sixth. So I don't just come. So for let's the MMA. talk about that oh, now. Yeah. Oh, I'm there from the start, baby. Yeah. So I'll be putting out the chairs. Yeah. So uh, for those people that are, are, are listening that might not be familiar with the Apex Sports Fest, so uh, it was a spectacular event uh, held yeah. earlier this year um, at uh, the Nord Oval in Adelaide and will be held there again on the 28th of February. Oh, 26th. Sorry, 26th of February. <laughs> uh, the Matt's memory. got in the diary. That's <laughs> right. 26th of, uh, of February uh, at the Nord Oval. Yeah. And uh, absolutely um, a huge event. So uh, thousands and thousands of people are expected to uh, turn up. And yeah. as part of that event, people will see... Oh, everything from elite level MMA, Australian MMA to uh, to K one kickboxing, boxing. Um, there'll be strong some man. Uh, strongman hybrid Wrestling. football uh, rules, I believe, is something oh, wow. that's uh, being spoken about okay. as well. Uh, arm wrestling, yeah. uh, the medieval guys, oh, of wait, course. Is Stockbridge going to get in and get in on and do an arm wrestle in this one? There might be one or two. I might get yeah, on there and won, have a He won the uh, beginners tournament this year. I, I won the novice. I won yeah. the novice left handed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's not. Yeah, and in general, are you lefty? Uh, well, no, I'm actually not. Uh, not anymore. But it's just, broken now. We, we do both arms in the sport. Um, mm. And sometimes people... Because oh. Dave's obviously very strong. And sometimes people will... Like, their their non-dominant hand sometimes becomes better than their dominant hand because they have to rely on technique. Because if you're stronger on your right, you're using strength from when you start. You're trying to beat... And you might be beating people based on strength. Mm. But your left, you can't do that. And it's like, I can't beat people with strength. And you have to learn the technique and rely on the technique to work. So over time, if you continue with it and get better and better at the technique and your strength mm. starts, you know, if you've got strength there, you're going to be really good on that non-dominant hand. Whereas if you don't do that on your dominant hand and you just keep relying on strength yeah. and not the technique side of things... It's where you you might not progress as quickly. Yeah. Also, I think um, with your dominant hand, you can be um, uh, y- y- you might have underlying um, injuries and problems there that, uh, with the pressures of arm wrestling, are revealed. And I think that was the case with me, where I could feel every ache and pain and injury that I'd ever had in my arm. Mm-hmm. Whenever I arm wrestled right-handed and left-handed, it felt pretty fresh. It yeah. felt pretty good. Like yeah. it wasn't broken yet, but uh, now, now, that, yet. <laughs> now that it's broken, <laughs> but, but now, 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 now this one doesn't work anymore, and we've got this one strong enough, and it'll do. But uh, but yeah, the Apex Sport Fest is going, it's going to be yeah. an absolute. No, no one would have ever guessed that. Sorry, Katie, no yeah. one would have guessed you used two hands. You guys are great. At one point, yeah. 
I said, because this fight was going on for ages. I yeah. said, do you reckon they might just make a deal? Can we just change arms? Because I'm pretty bugging. I'm bugging the right arm. We're done. You know? yeah. How long? Yeah, like a minute or two? Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. That match well, was, yeah, that was one of the rare. most insane matches I've ever seen. Usually it, the match will be like that third round that you were talking about where it's just bang on. And yeah. you get before the, like, like when I call the match to start, I say, ready, go. And it's like the pins before I've said, ready, go. You know, it's like, yeah, ready, course. and it's like, that's done. Because mm. the person had set up in a position that they, they had everything they needed straight away and all they've got to do is just wait for the referee to start and they just go bang. And it's like, if you don't recognise what the other person is doing in the setup with your hand, mm. you're going to get blasted like that. I, I, mm. Can I just jump? I've got, got questions for me. <laughs> <laughs> when you're setting him up, yeah, yeah. how bloody difficult is it yeah. to make it, Completely fair and solid, like proper, proper. Oh yeah, it's almost impossible. Yeah, um, these guys. A on big the point to arm wrestling is cheating oh, yeah, as well. So yeah, this is this. It's horrible. It, yeah, it's really a nasty. So you got two it. guys that are, are really trying to cheat to get the advantage, mm. but they're trying to no conceal it simultaneously. Are they? Hey? No one's what. No one's limp when they're connecting. Uh, Everything some, I'm saying is sounding kind of like <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> double entendres and which hand do you use? No, that's all right. Man. That's, why we, that's why we're talking about it. I mean, it's fun for me because you know if you don't if you don't know, ask absolutely. There's no silly questions. It's do you like, wear a glove? Uh, <laughs> can, you punch your, can you punch your opponent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, no rules. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that X arm thing that came out years years ago? Yes. Did you see that X arm? Hilarious. It was, it was like, like MMA and arm wrestling combined. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was ridiculous. Bad for both sports. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Bad all around. Yeah. There's no winners in that game, no. was there? It was no, great, no. great from a watch. This, this almost all those sports come out of Russia as well. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah, like exactly. <laughs> yeah. didn't didn't Sylvester Stallone win by a kiss or something like that? What? Oh, like the movie. Yeah. Did he? I thought like, he put the hat on backwards, and that was the secret technique. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah. you get extra power. That's right. Yeah, and the toothpick in, adds to it as well. Yeah, well, that just makes you tougher all, all round. But <laughs> have you, you know. have you ever almost like laughed, like because you guys are eye to eye as uh, well, and you're doing this, and it's intense, and you just I think I think you're in a match, in a match, you're not laughing, but it, in, at training, it's all laughing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit different. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, I think in the match because what I, I actually think what's going on in the match is that you're actually going inward because you you're going for a feel you, you're not always you're coming you know, for a feel you're coming you're <laughs> coming not getting any so you've got your strap on and, <laughs> and if, you're a, if you're a hooker and if you're a hooker you've probably come for the you've feel you've got to go deep with the grip uh, <laughs> I'm in the wrong sport <laughs> oh, one of the best com- I don't want to interrupt you but one of the best comments that just popped in was we put liquid chalk on right it's chalk it's instead of getting the powdered chalk hang on and dusting the entire octagon it's like, we'll, we'll be kind and we'll be uh, considerate and we'll bring liquid chore. <laughs> and so that's what we were squirting again. One of you guys goes, oh, they're putting lotion on their hands. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I was like, so, how can it not be sexual? <laughs> okay, MMA fans, uh, they're, they're moisturising. Uh, this looks like to yes. an exfoliating it was, uh, gel. Somebody said, oh, maybe because of the friction or friction burns? Yeah, or, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what we, uh, you know, ah. we're, we're like, what's going on? I'm feeling a little bit aroused. I don't know. Uh, Should I be? No. Should I feel this way? Two men with a strap on, holding hands in the middle a of a well ring. So one's a hooker, ways. one's not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to interrupt your thought from before. You were saying wow. uh, oh, that the, the introspection of that moment, or when you when you when you gripped up and you're and and you're there and you because you, you you really you're waiting for the the referee 
but you're also f- trying to feel that you've got something. Mm-hmm. And uh, because a lot of these tournaments, they're very, very even. So, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say a super match is mm-hmm. usually very, very even. A, a tournament would be a different scenario where you, you'll come across a, 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 a gamut of people that have got varying skill sets. So it's easy to yeah. just, you know, you'll get a flash. How many fights or whatever. would you have, maybe? In, in a, a tournament? tournament? It depends on the amount of entrance. At, pa- at Apex, um, we had three, three weight classes and there was uh, probably the under 95 kilos was the, the most entrance and mm. it might have been around 25, 30, something like that. So, so yeah, if you, and it was double el- elimination so you know, if you lose, you've still got a second chance in it. So, so if you're competing mm. and to get to the end, how many times would maybe you have ten, to? maybe eight, nine, ten, something like that? You could do oh, in a tournament yeah. scenario, and that's so if you win all the way through, yeah. and yeah. then Huge the final track, round. Yeah. If yeah, in the final round because it's double elimination. So if you're mm. in the grand final, I guess um, coming from the losers bracket, then you'd have to win twice against the um, person in the winners side. So mm. yeah, but it, that's why how it, gassed are they at that stage? Well, it depends if they've if they've had some really tough battles, and yeah. that's what Dave was saying. If if you're uh, skill set is explosive and you are able to get a very fast pin, you're probably going to do really well in a tournament as opposed to having an endurance style where you've got a, uh, a war yeah. four or five times. Just hold it out and wait till they tire mm. and then I'll try in later. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. But in a, in a super match scenario, it's much more even. So you know who your opponent is. Um, you've got time to prepare. Uh, you'd have a particular game play your strategy in mind before you before you got there you'd have an idea as to what you're looking for in the grip you'd be very familiar with your opponent typically um and so it, it, there's there's a there's a different different mindset so when you're in that moment you pretty much know in the next second i'm going to win or lose this yeah and there's it's it's all in how you feel right there so that, that's why there's not so much laughing going on right then yeah. but uh but yeah. in in training you can get that feel and go oh that feels horrible i know i'm gonna lose but okay it's training yeah. okay there you go and you kind of get that that feeling of you know where, where it's gonna go mm. i feel like a lot of rotary cuff injuries might mm, happen. not really, not really rotary no, cuff. It's, it's because the pressure is on the forearm and the the wrist predominantly uh, that's where you'll find the most pressure. So it's like fingers, hand, wrist, elbow, elbow shoulder. Uh, is All the ah. joints is where... Mm. I'm just thinking, like, where do you get back to there, you know? Mm. Like but the pad is there, so you can only extend to ah. about that distance. You're not getting fully extended. Mm. So in the old days, I used to put a candle on this side and a candle <laughs> on that side. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. We do it. that at training. <laughs> <laughs> Thursdays. And then we just... <laughs> it's, just it's just Dave and me. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no table. Yeah. <laughs> no strap. Just two, two men holding hands <laughs> around the candles. Now close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the strap. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's change. <laughs> so uh, so he, we, we love it. Honestly, God, from a, our perspective, and you know, I can talk from you know what I know from the guys, but yeah, we love it. It's great. It was, it was great that you like because you know hearing you guys talk about it on the show, and yeah. it's like yeah, I, I understand that you don't know the intricacies of it, but oh, the, right, the, yeah. just hearing like that you were watching and like oh, this is a it thing. Is like, hang on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is entertaining. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, so we've got uh, at, at the Apex Sports Fest, we've got more arm wrestling. We've got uh, got a whole bunch of stuff going on there. So more it's going to be. M- I've got fifty more for another yeah, time. I reckon. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, we we literally do have time. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask anything you want to ask, man. We got no no restrictions on. All right. What is the secret food to recovery? Turmeric. After your first or second bout, and you've gotten through, what do you? Why do you mean, like as a as a little? Pico. Yeah, like up. say you're in a tawny yeah. and you've you won your yeah. first two, you, 
You've yeah, been tough ones. Yeah. You get in the peanut butter. Mm. I don't think we have that side of it. I know some people use that ammonia stuff, and I haven't had a go at that. You know, ammonia. the smelling salts? Yeah, like oh, the I thought we were eating it. I'm like, what are you no, eating no, ammonia I'm, for? I know, I know. It's well, arm wrestling is different. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I haven't. Have you used that at all ever? Like the um, the smelling salt stuff? Uh, only uh, only for fun, you know. <laughs> just before the podcast, of course. Um, but ah. uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, on occasions. But it, I I never really saw the point. I didn't I understand how apex cleaner, yeah. clearer sinuses equaled greater PBs. I'm not sure, but. It's the same like equivalent to getting the slap before you go right. in the cage for MMA. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Or, the, or the cuddles from all, all your friends that <laughs> you were just yeah. backstage with that's right. three minutes before. Well, if so you've gone through the camp <laughs> with this idiot who's about to go in the cage, the best thing is to be able to slap him before oh, yeah. he goes in there because yeah. you've probably done the weight cut as well with him. It, yep. It's a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your last chance to get Do you remember when Daniel Cormier weighed in and he weighed in heavy and then he held the towel? But he held the towel. He, he was the first. He did. Yeah. Respected you, Tower DC. Gate. Yeah. <laughs> got, got away, away with, with it beautifully. Yeah, Not anymore. No, that's right. No. Although somebody did do it again Last recently. Week. Yeah. Um, but Daniel Cormier, naked, on the scale. We could his coach standing days, behind yeah. him. <laughs> 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 He's weighed in a... He had to weigh in at 93, his mm. title fight. And he was like 93 point something like mm-hmm. that and then like he's like oh just you know and they've got the towel and he's like and he's put his body weight on the towel and then all of a sudden oh he's 93 kilos <laughs> yeah. his coach then hugs him I'm like you're hugging a naked man <laughs> <laughs> get him off those scales <laughs> he, was, he was so happy that he got the weight and he's hugging him and he's like you realise he's naked yeah. <laughs> just keep moving it's all done I'm hugging him now he's completely naked nothing to see nothing to see here made weight we'll be good no. see you later but, and we all saw it we like Eight hands on the yeah. towel, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah, that's right. That's like two, three hundred grand. So clever. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. If he did like that, he got so away with it. And the guys are like trying to pull it <laughs> tight. Get some Put it real tight. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you. Vascularity's coming out of the forearms. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. And, and you know, the funny thing is, as you said, like, okay, he got away with that. But the media, like oh, yeah. a week later, we're all onto it, right? Yeah. So it's not ever going to happen again. Right. But then you see the yeah. fighters try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and who was that guy? Like, oh, we it can, was, it, he was yeah. like an undercard fighter. I can't remember who it was, but it, he did one hand on there. He yeah. got it. Yeah, got yeah. It was um, <laughs> it was Schmesh, Schmesh. Right. Yes. Wasn't it? I think so. It was. I like, I've come guy, to yeah. Smash. Right. Oh no, it wasn't Khabib. Uh, um, um, Not Khabib, but. Um, Khabib too. <laughs> this one. is the Revenge. first time that Matt's memory has failed. <laughs> yeah. No, you threw me when you crazy, said the right. Um, the yeah, s- smash, smash, smash. Send me a location. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Text me a location. Smash, smash. <laughs> uh, did now. you know Smash, S-M-E-S-H, yeah, yeah. has now entered the dictionary as an oh, absolute wow. word? Yeah, awesome. yeah really? There yeah. Go. There you go. That's awesome. You can look at it. I looked at it. The <laughs> definition is hilarious. It's like... Come to you know <laughs> destroy, kill, take us down. A physical word. response to yeah. text message, <laughs> completely deconstruct <laughs> in a violent way. <laughs> Collective noun. There was a guy on the card who was a bit like that. A mm. bit of a smisher. Camsat. Um, no, no, not on the card. Chimayev. Yes. Camsat yeah. Chimayev. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I knew I would get that. Really entertaining. <laughs> well done. Yeah. That's memory. So, so maybe we can do a bit of a review of the, uh, of, yeah. of, of the event card. Um, maybe you can step us through the night so that those people that uh, still have their pay-per-view walk uh, active... Um, walk us through. Walk us through. Step us through. Hand in hand. Hand in hand. 
And strapped to yeah. hand, Ooh. if you will. Um, <laughs> feel free to take out any lotion you like, and uh, we'll we'll go on this little path together. So uh, putting lotion on. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> nothing <laughs> awkward. Nothing awkward. It's chalk. <laughs> I yeah. was yelling that at the well, screen. <laughs> it's chalk. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was just worried about all those Russian arm wrestlers. And, oh, you see what they use in Australia? They use the lotion. They get no point. They don't understand. No wonder they're so easy to beat. Comes out, you have lotion? You have any lotion? Get a lotion. They have lotion. very, very soft hands in Australia. Yeah, they, they sleep, but they feel so nice. Secret, too. They have success. Very sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky like a Russian. <laughs> We got to get the lotion. Oh, I think he's uh, no. lotion. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and they seem to be the best. Uh, we like that because they're the American brand and they are very uh, reputable. If you have it, you would win the more arm wrestles. That's this right. is your problem. Right. You don't understand. So I'd like to think of Russia, <laughs> Russia right now. They're like, oh, maybe we give this go. This is a world champion. It's, uh, uh, and look, on the daily combat and podcast. Look, uh, yes. and look, I the, think they're, they're having sex as well. Uh, <laughs> maybe, uh, you know. We, My skin is so soft. Yeah, we play, play. You see what happens? I never felt like this before. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Maybe big, that's the origin of arm wrestling. Uh, but it, how it, started. It, it's very much started. Two, two, <laughs> two men wanting more exfoliation. Yes. Wow. Um, so, uh, is this the thought? worst podcast yeah. you guys have done? Well, so there's, been, no, there's, been there's been some and it's really not even good ones, me. Though. It's you. <laughs> yes. At this stage, <laughs> have we started? Yet? I'm trying to reciprocate <laughs> the crazy. <but> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're just talking about all the stuff that gets us excited. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, yep. <laughs> okay, I love you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so you were saying uh, just a little bit earlier and off yeah. camera that you picked every single fight on the on, on the on the card. You here. had to say that like uh, I'm well, a wanker now. Didn't yeah. You? Like, well, well, how often would that happen? Hardly ever, I'd imagine. Like you'd be close nah, on most of it. Yeah, I was. But on this uh, occasion, you. I called every single fight. To be honest, yeah. Is it, can anybody verify? They're like, is there third yeah, party verification? Yeah. yeah, we've got a witness. We've got that three sixty five account. Um. There was a couple of <laughs> couple of close friends that I you you wrote little letters to and said this is no, from, like this is from me. I said um, <laughs> this is from Rich. I wrote this on the said bet the farm. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm gonna, this is a bit of an inside truth. This one. Stop talking sexually. We're talking seriously for now. All right. Mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> you change the tone. Bring it down. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There was actually. Um, I spoke to my mate Dylan Opitz, uh, who's a coach at Cardioflex and, mm-hmm. and previously my jiu-jitsu coach and best friend, right? And I'm like, sometimes as a commentator, I have to go with the story that should be told for this particular fighter as, a, as an athlete. But I may know a little bit more, some other things behind the scenes about something that I that I don't feel it would be respectful to say about that fighter in his entrance or whilst he's fighting. Mm. Because it's just not respectful. He doesn't deserve that. It's not the main highlight of what needs to be said about this person right now. Uh, it sounds a bit awkward okay. and weird. Yeah. Um, but you, so th- there are some things that you know behind the scenes that might affect your belief yeah. around how the fight might play out. Yeah, that so it, I don't you wouldn't necessarily be sharing on with the, the commentary. Hey, this is going to finish like this, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know. Because it just doesn't. That's not cool, you know. Yeah. 
yeah, great, you got it lucky, but that was fire. You've just disrespected yeah, him. Exactly, you could yeah. put him in this box, and he, he could be completely. Here comes yeah. Gary. He's going to get choked out in <laughs> yeah. the first round in 20 seconds. Anyway, and there we go. So, if you want a cup of tea, now's the time to get one, guys. We'll see you back in five. Nice right. one, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> it's always bloody Gary as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so I, I said to Dill, I said, mate, I actually want, I better not on this podcast tell the name of the fighter, but I said, this one here. Hundred hundred dollars to one, rear naked choke, first first round, without a doubt. And you know, it's like, are you sure? Come mm. on, that that you know, this is you know, no way. You see the future. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Well you guys are fight fans, we're all fight fans. You know, you, there's some things that you if you uh, most of the time when we'll go to an event, a UFC event that we'll see, you'll be watching five fighters who you may never have seen before. And then there's 10 other fighters who've also had 10 previous fights, but you haven't seen any of their previous fights. Right. Mm-hmm. Had you have seen all of their 10 previous fights, you're going to have a much better idea of exactly how they fight, what's possibly openings, and are they a quitter? Mm-hmm. Are they tough? Are they, you know, what's their... Ch- all of these things, but some things are obvious. Mm. We're yeah. humans, and okay. it's hard to change a lot of things. Mm. So if you see two fighters you've never seen before, right? if I said, here's a fight... Uh, they're doing the intros, the fighter intros. And you've, you've never seen them at all? Yeah, and do you, would you be able to pick the winner? Or would you have a Based on the walkout. Oh, on yeah. the walkout? Yeah, I think I am Jesus. Like, I don't know, but like... Would the, you have does a walkout pretty, music a make a difference? No, I'm serious. <laughs> I, 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 a lot of sports bet, bets on MMA, fellas. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I, I got lucky on this You can have a pretty strong inclination, I, oh, yeah. I think, yeah. just based off the yeah. way they're acting in the cage just before the oh, fight. Oh, yes. And it's like, that mm. guy's going to win. Yeah, you know. Yes, there's moments. Yeah, yeah. There are certain moments where you take someone's soul and you can see it, yeah. right? And you know, maybe we don't all see it, but there are moments. Yeah, you know, if you've ever my my background was jujitsu, and you know, you go into competitions, and mate, you know when you've given up, and there's a moment there. Yeah. You know, that guy just he just did this, and I, I just couldn't. I, I had to tap. You yeah. know, yeah. that's the way it is, and. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's sometimes it's evil, but mm. there's there's a million moments in in a fight, and the best fighter is the one who can put them together faster. Mm. That's what's so exciting when you see a comeback. You know, like in a fight, a guy's losing, and then for him to turn it around, it's rare. And when it, and you can feel that coming. There's a moment. Darren yeah, Elkins, the turnaround. like the damage Darren Elkins has done. It, I think five times or something. Yeah, maybe he's doing it deliberately now. Do yeah. I? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, when somebody is getting pummeled yep. and dominated and rocked mm. and it's like this guy's going down he's going to lose and then, then they turn around and then they start they start turning around and the crowd is like oh the, 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 and then the, the momentum, crowd momentum yeah. keeps going and it's oh, that collective energy and then to yeah. get the win oh, oh. Okay, and it's like a win crazy. for everybody yeah, yeah so. I think the best fights that I've ever seen is when that happens but instead of getting the finish the crowd's behind this guy who's the underdog or yeah. getting beaten and he's, he does this crazy fire he, he gets a good you know, flush, flush hit. Yeah. The guy's rocked, and then the fighter who's been the underdog the whole time has this decision to make: Do I expend all my energy going for the finish, mm-hmm. or do I be cool? Mm-hmm. And the you know the, because the momentum's changed, the crowd's suddenly oh. pumped. They've got this extra burst of maybe twenty seconds. I've got worth of energy if I go crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Do I do it? So much strategy. Yeah. So, of course they bloody do it. They spend, <laughs> right? they spend that the adrenaline yeah. and yeah. they go and and then and then they're gassed. Mm. Yeah. And then the other guy now has a chance. Mm. Those to me are the best fights. Yeah, where this guy's completely almost gone, but no, he comes back. And then this guy, and then the crowd, you know, and that back and forth. Yeah. Mm. 
one of the best fights I ever said uh, seen was in Queensland like that, where both fighters at the end could couldn't really really throw a punch because mm. both were basically <laughs> KO'd yeah. on their feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was crazy. Incredible. Yeah. That's the sort of fights you want to so, see, though. Yeah, yeah. And and there was a few of those uh, on on the card at, at DFC twelve. Yeah, let's so let's run let, through them. Let's run let's run through. So first fight of the evening, uh, your mate. Uh, so uh, on debut, yeah. How do you yeah. say his name? Um, this one's difficult. D Nielsen, <laughs> from what I understand. Um, so uh, and I do apologise to uh, anybody whose names. Who I, are you apologising to? Uh, to well, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and 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 just for uh, that uh, young man as well, uh, there, I, I did ask prior to and. Uh, I, it was a busy uh, room, obviously, and a little bit difficult to hear. And uh, where I, I perhaps heard his name is Danielson, and, and uh, uh, but uh, it was made clear to me afterwards it was Danielson yeah. or D Nielsen yeah. um, is how it's to be pronounced. And so we got D Nielsen Coelho, right. I believe. Now Coelho, uh, what was I thought you just said, and welcome the Karate Kid, mm. <laughs> Daniel Danielson. <laughs> Um, but uh, but uh, Danielson, uh, it, it was interesting because he, he, he was from his own team. Um, so uh, he'd uh, backed himself. And uh, what does that tell you? Well, it, it's um, when you're either from your own team. Well, it's uh, either you're oh. you're a genius, or um, you, you might need a team. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so what are those two things? But from what I understand, young, young fellow, uh, boxing background, yeah. uh, decided to uh, throw his uh, his hat in a ring, so to speak, and uh, to give <laughs> MMA a go. And there's a lot of people that do cross over from other combat sports to make their way into MMA and maybe uh, underestimate the rigours of, of MMA and the, dis- mm. uh, the, the various disciplines that are required mm. outside of just a, a stand-up and... I love the way he's politically putting this just beautifully. Mm. Yeah. Very respectful. Yeah. Basically saying he's a boxer well, without it, the experience of MMA. Going yeah, yeah. MMA. Well, I think that's pretty much You're what it was. You're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's a, 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 a young, that's, that's a young boxer. Like, yeah. he's, I, and, and you know what? I, I can completely understand as well because there's a, there's not a lot of fighting going on anywhere in Australia right now and it's uh, really mm. difficult to get your, mm. your name on any any card. Yeah. And for a fighter who's just looking for a fight, um, yeah, yeah he, he, um, really uh, more power to him. Yeah, absolutely. So he jumped in the ring, and um, yeah. and and uh, did that one go pretty much as you foresaw? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it did, yeah, it did. It did. Um, and what were some of the tells leading into that uh, that <laughs> kind of led led you to feel that way? Yeah, I suppose to be honest, like as a commentator, I actually try not to and, and don't want to be one sided. Mm. I don't want to hate one guy and love another. Mm. <laughs> and if I do, I'm I'm got it. You got to maybe I try. I should the sake try of the harder, broadcast. but yeah. I, yeah, I've got to try and, you know, of course, respect fighters who you, you may not personally like or whatever, but um, and be respectful. But you've got to try and I don't know, tell a positive story rather than a negative one about mm. anybody. Um, but there was that background in, in trying to research Denilson um, a little bit. That you know he's, you know, we are all from a, a an all round mixed martial arts background, and mm. I think there's a, a certain amount of respect in the community that. You know, there's a bar, a level of, you know, this is what we're about. We're not about one thing. We're about everything. And mm. you know, you know, Bruce Lee said, "What works." Yeah. You know? mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, if you come from that one background and you think it's going, we've seen it many, many times in lots of different competitions through MMA, uh, Australian MMA, from time to time when somebody, you know, tries that. Um, most of the time, it obviously doesn't work out. For this person, he, I, I. I, I tried to do research, couldn't find much on him, um, but there was in some interesting stuff on Facebook about Danielson. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, I think he and it was at one point with the Morfitt Vale Boxing cl- Club and some of his mates from the club I got on the club site, see? So and, uh, <laughs> oh, you really dig oh, deep? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I see what they're saying about him and good and bad. There was both good and bad comments on mm. the site. Um, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Ooh, juicy. Yeah, like We're on to something now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Which is crazy because, you know, you... If I was fighting, I wouldn't want people, my mates, saying maybe bad things about me because they were mates. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, like, half of the comments were like, dude, you're crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> Where has this come from? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which to me is... Not yeah. a good it's line. a tell. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> some warning signals there about, hey, what's going on? Um, and then the other half were saying, here comes the Morfitt Vale McGregor. Oh. Ah. Okay. First round knockout. Hey. So it was going to be one... Of two ways, and, and I think it was going to be extreme either way. It wasn't going to be a, 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 a nice, even fight that went three rounds of possibly decision. I, I didn't think so. I was looking for that to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it obviously would finish by you know being taken down um, and finished in a, in whatever way on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, because having a, the, the striking background rather than having much of a ground game, that, that's how you, you yeah. felt it was going to go? Well, yeah. would if, you, you, if you're going to fight somebody but, but and you can beat them... Box a box. This one, exactly, yeah. this one <laughs> didn't go that way, did it? it? It didn't go to the ground at all. Did it? it didn't! Good old <laughs> Dean McCrowan from Element. Um, when, I, when I interviewing Dean, I'm like, OK, I'm going to ask you the most stupid question ever. And if I was your coach, I would be telling you to take this guy down immediately, maybe throw a big overhand right, change levels, double double, uh, double leg and, uh, you know, get top position, maybe mm. soften him up and, and get him to turn old Gracie school style to the back. Mm-hmm. Rear naked choke. Mm-hmm. Mm. UFC Shout 2. UFC 2, yeah. so. Watch those old Gracie videos, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> right? These guys, they don't know how to defend a rear naked choke. They don't know what it's like. They think they're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And that's what I – and I said to him – Obviously, that's what you should do. Is that mm. what your coach has told you to done? And what are you going to do? Mm. And he goes, "No, nah, I'm not." Huh. <laughs> I'm like, "You're crazy, but good." <laughs> um, yeah, and he stood um, and traded strikes. Danielson um, actually, the, the boxer, actually threw some kicks and, mm. and showed a little bit more than just boxing. Didn't come out with a pure boxing stance, mm. but he did end up getting. Uh, Copped a few uh, really good leg, leg kicks. Just didn't have the defence uh, on, the, on the legs. He wasn't sure how to protect you, himself. You know, you know yeah. what it's like when you copped your first ever leg, leg kick? It's horrible. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I I'm still recovering. Leg kick. I tapped a leg kick in training. I wouldn't come back for the second round. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You idiot. You know, but I'm like, no, that was brutal. <laughs> you can't stand up because you're just not used to taking these. Um, yeah. And after the first or second, it was obvious. He didn't have that poker face. Mm. Um, Pain was, you know, clear. And I think of one of them, he, he swept himself all the way around with one of the kicks and almost hit the ground. After about the sixth or seventh, he did hit the floor. It knocked him and he could not stand. It actually was embarrassing, I think, a little bit for him that he couldn't defend that. Um, yeah, and so it was a TKO by leg, by leg kick. kick, which is great to see. I love mm. a oh, punishment so by leg kick. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Brutal. Absolutely. <laughs> you see it coming. It's like an accumulation of strikes. Yeah. And it's like everyone that lands, it's like, ooh, mm-hmm. is this going to be the one that puts him down? And then it's like, no, no, but he's still he's worse than he was a second ago. <laughs> the, the great thing was for us and for any you know fight fan is to see the you know Dean McCrowan make that decision of, ah, I'm going to target it. Mm. You know, mm. the fight changed from that point. Uh, from that point, as soon as he started targeting, and then it became a game. 
Yeah. Mm. It was oh, yeah. just interesting of like, how many? upstairs. But oh. <laughs> and, and it was like every two seconds I'll throw another one. It wasn't mm. like this 30 seconds later I'll throw the three other combinations Bang. and then I'll come back to it. Yeah. No, it was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't stand on it. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Bang. Absolutely. Oh. Have you seen uh, Marius Pudzanowski, uh, World's Strongest Man? He got into MMA and his very first fight, same thing. <laughs> he, he threw a leg kick and it landed. And you see him excited, like, <laughs> excited. And, and it hurt the dude. And then he literally ran after the guy around the ring, kicking him in the leg about 15 times. Like, just, <laughs> no other strikes. Other dudes running away. And it's just leg kick, leg kick, leg kick, leg kick, leg kick. Until he went down. It was like, this is hilarious. One of the best things ever. But that, that expression on his face when he landed, another dude was like, oh, he's like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like ah, 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 chasing yeah. I think it was um, was it was it Aldo yeah. who really changed the game in oh, the yeah. UFC mm. in terms of with Uriah yeah. Faber. Mm. Yeah, yeah, with some dude. Ooh. Did you see Uriah's legs Ooh, the next yeah. day? Yeah, I watched that video like last week again. Were. Yeah, <laughs> well, his leg was swollen up like in the, twice the, the size. Shot in the backyard <sighs> with the shorts on yeah. and the with crutches. Yeah, I love you, Matt. You, uh, you, you like. It's my brother from another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, who is your but brother? He didn't <laughs> <laughs> just, in, just in case. Aldo, um, Aldo didn't finish the fight. Sorry, I oh, know we're gonna get through. I know oh, we're like I could see the look. I shut the second. I'm gonna be here till eleven o'clock tonight. We'll make this a ten part series. Well, we're through the first fight as well. That was that. to go. Yeah. Next one. But so there were a couple of fighters on on this card who only a matter of a few weeks ago were f- uh, fighting um, uh, in, um, in Pride's f- uh, fight championship. Um, so it yeah. was really interesting. And yeah. uh, from memory, Seku may have been one of those fighters yeah. um, who was back just a, a very, very quick turnaround. But yeah. ju- just showing the, 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 the hunger for these fighters to, to get back in the ring and cage. Yeah, um, I think Jed uh, Dale also, that the next, next fight, uh, he was... He, he was in Queensland? One. Was it? No. Uh, it could have been. Uh, it could have no, been. No, Jed was at... Oh, Jed Dale. Jed Dale was at uh, three Pride. Weeks. Yeah, yeah, three, yep. yeah. I'm not sure if it was Queensland or Melbourne. Do apologise, I got that wrong. But uh, yeah, he fought. He did lose, and we were really surprised at Jed losing that one because. Mm. But it was a, it was a, a very even matchup, yeah. wasn't it? It, it wasn't he made a bad, mistake. Yeah, he, he he made a mistake in that he got taken down to the cage, and uh, as nowadays the games change, everyone's going for the old Dagestani, uh, mm. you know. Arms, mm-hmm. uh, he, he turned and he didn't get a, a an overhook to, to defend the position and mm. uh, got his back taken and TKO'd. I think uh, the first round, but it was all over after that little mistake. And these guys in early their early careers, mm. they make those silly little mistakes that they learn from. They get much more composed. Yeah, never make it again. Never yeah. make it. Jed's got Jed, a big future. Man. Jed looked great in the ring. Um, he looked very composed, as yeah. you said, and uh, he, he seemed uh, even coming off a. a, a very recent loss. Uh, he he had his head in the ring. Um, he he looked good. He did perfect. I thought it was perfect game plan. Perfect. Uh, just took him out in the perfect strategy in terms of I'm going to take the least amount of damage mm. to finish this fight in the in the quickest way possible. Um, and Seku, I put him down on my on my notes as uh, as the dark horse. Mm. Uh, you know, got the reach. Really promising mm. um, in terms of the, the figure on him. Yeah, no. tall, tall young guy. It, it looked amazing. His right. conditioning was exceptional. Mm. And and they knew each other as well. Seku 
had actually been to CardioFlex in the past for a uh, couple of little... Mm. And I think they'd had previous friends who fought each other and some stuff. So they'd rubbed shoulders, maybe trained a little bit together and not gotten along so well. Oh, in the background really? Yeah. I, I hear. Mm. Bad blood and all. Yeah, mm. so it was like, a, I'm going to beat you. you. You came to my club and then you left my club and you went to somewhere else. Mm. And that sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Jed did what he need to, needed to do to get that one done. And, and well done. represented CardioFlex. Well done, Jed. And, uh, and great comeback from just a few weeks ago and, and shows the... Um, the, the maturity of the young fighter in that circumstance as well and, and yeah. also the acumen of uh, the leadership team around him to yeah. encourage him to come back so quickly for such a big event, yeah. having the confidence in his abilities, understanding that yeah. you know, that was a quick loss, he didn't take a lot of damage, uh, he learned a lot and uh, was ready. He for, speaks for about the fight. coach as well. Like You get an idea of, okay, is my coach um, wanting his fighters to fight all the time and mm. to take fights or is he... We'll take certain fights maybe once a year, two years. Mm. Are these guys regular? Are they wanting to go somewhere or is this a one-and-done deal? Mm. Ike is the kind of guy, he will not back down from any challenge and he's happy to throw people in deep ends. Mm. But he'll polish and polish and polish and polish. Jed, it's just a matter of polishing and, you know, it's getting shinier and shinier. So a name for everybody to watch. Jed Dale, yeah, I do believe he's got a big future. Um, He's only had a couple of fights, three fights. Mm -hmm. uh, so far, I believe, um, two and one. Mm-hmm. Interesting Good to see if he's yeah. on the Apex card. I yeah. don't know if any yeah, of those have been announced as of yet. But I, I don't believe so, but I, I would be very surprised if uh, Jed Dale was not on that card. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he mm. was pretty active and... Mm. Yeah, it t- took no damage. Yeah. yeah. yeah if you take no you damage, you want to get jumped straight back in there. Yeah. yeah. February's, February's not too far away. Nice. No, it's, 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 it's creeping up on us. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and, I just, and I just wonder uh, how many of these fighters that we will see again in, in Apex as well. Mm. And I, I, I would imagine there'd be uh, at least a handful of them that we'll, mm. we'll see return. So, um, so fight three. Uh, so, after the arm wrestling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had the arm uh, wrestling and the... And the shaky was, bakey, yeah, the no, baby it was the Viking, Viking, Viking the taking the victory over Leroy, uh, Leroy, Leroy there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the Viking did very well Viking. there, so uh, smashed, yeah, yeah, smashed, 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 smashed it. Um, so uh, third third fight, so we had uh, Ryan Jankowski uh, or Jankowski, Kowski or Kowski? Jankowski, I went Kowski? with. Kowski, I'll mm. go with that from Wolfstein, came over from WA. This was the, if you remember back, he was the uh, the smaller. Very fit-looking, uh, mm. short-haired blonde fella yep. um, against Anthony Liulios. Now, this mm. is an interesting one for me to call because I knew Anthony previous. I mean, no one knows much about Ryan apart from what we could see, you know, on video. But mm. uh, Anthony's been an SA boy and, and he spent a lot of time at CardioFlex for many years when I was back there back in the day before now coming to Richie Blake's gym, United MMA. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he had a lot of maturing to do. To be honest, we didn't like Anthony too much. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to Anthony, it's not personal, we love you. Mm-hmm. But the reason, and Anthony knows we didn't like him <laughs> too much because he was a young boy, he'd come from school and he just wanted to bang. So he um. would come from school, drop his bag and bring blokes from school, <laughs> not members of the gym or whatever, <laughs> take them into the boxing ring. Wow. And so I'd be looking after people and PTing over here and, you know, this and that. And... He's brutalising people. <laughs> Traumatising. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, okay, the first blood nose, all right, we clean it up. Please clean up your blood after. I don't want them to clean up. It's all, you know, just constant, constant. And we like, 
because he's so young, you know, we don't want to be answering to his parents about, you know, <laughs> what's happened again. And so we, we wanted to make sure it was supervised and controlled and please do things that we're asking you to do rather than, whoa, 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 you're just going too hard all of the time, you know. Mm. Uh, so that was Anthony and, and that was our experience and, and my experience with him was always trying to pull him back, pull him back. And, uh, but, yeah, he didn't listen. <laughs> Anything. Um, but he was, t- you know, obviously the, the thing we get out of that is Anthony was keen and, yeah. he, and he was always keen to be there. Um the other thing that I know about Anthony is that he never, ever, ever, and again, I'm sorry, Anthony, you, you probably know things have changed and your, your, your game's changed since those days when I knew you, but hated any kind of wrestling or getting on the ground. Oh, <laughs> I'm a grappler. Yeah, and it's MMA, boys, yeah. it's MMA. So yeah. you know, if you have a weakness, that's what your opponent is going to try and exploit. Mm. Um, of course, things have changed, but in this particular fight, he did get taken down to the ground. It was his weakness and it was done. Mm. It was done. There was nothing that Anthony did or could do once Ryan took him down. Uh, Ryan completely dominated him on the ground, and I strongly believe Anthony can get better, but he needs to focus on ground game. Mm-hmm. Um, you may think you're the best striker in the world, but it's MMA. Yeah, um, yeah. Probably a bit of a simple message, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, a big future there, and tons of enthusiasm from the young man, and uh, yeah, and uh, always great to see a, a young local give it a go. And uh, on this occasion, um, found respect to him. He, he got in the ring. Yeah. I didn't. So no, good on you. Yeah. Respect to you. Yeah, but, but I would could, like to see. If he could work and get better, then that's the area he needs that's, to work on. That's where you that go. Is that harsh? I feel. No, that's all right. No, not at all. Not so at all. You're giving him the advice he needs. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we need to get harsher with some of these people. Like, here. So that guy. So I love you, Anthony. And it would have been out of the ring. It would have been a very long flight back for Ryan if he had lost. So it's a he did well. He did well and came a long way for the fight as well. So good performance. So next fight on the on the. Yeah, Jesse Murray came down from uh, Queensland. Jesse Murray, yeah. yeah uh, this guy's a, an old school, uh, been around the traps as well. Uh, he may only have two or three fights on his actual record, but he's been training for a long time. Mm. We all know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jesse came down and he fought the local boy, Sam Najelke mm. from Element. Uh, remember Najelke with the Viking haircut? Yes. That didn't move. It stayed <laughs> perfectly in place. I don't know how he does it. I'm jealous. <laughs> Lotion. Uh, oh, oh. Lotion. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Jelky fought on the February card at uh, Apex as well. Yes. You may remember him from that. He had a great fight with, uh, was it uh, Jed? What, uh, was it Jed? No, it wasn't Jed. It was one of the Cardio Flex boys. Good back and forth fight. Lost by decision in February. Came back. Uh, he's got a new striking coach who's really worked with him over the last seven or eight months since then as well. Mm-hmm. And he showed that. Um, I think uh, Jeremy is his striking coach. Really did well. Um, and back and forth tight battle. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, I think he won by decision. Mm. Jelky. Oh, yep. that's right. Knees were the difference. Mm. Knees were the difference in that one. Clinched knees. Um, the Jelky's issue, though, if you if you noticed, was he kept getting stuck against the cage mm. and pressured against that cage and being able to work and come back to that middle and take that dominant position mm-hmm. was the challenge. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. that's the challenge for Nijelki. Wall stall. I'm the wizard. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Hey, but he got out of those positions by using knees in, those, in that clinch. Um, mm. So well done, Nijelki. Good win. I think yeah. knees made the difference. Just got you over the line. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of these uh, fights were very close, and it was just one whether it was a, an opportune moment that uh, that a fighter was able to take advantage of, or uh, an underlying strategy of whether it was the leg kicks or yeah. at knees that uh, were just done enough to make a difference and separate the fighters in the end. Yeah, Jesse Murray was hunting that right hand. 
Mm. <laughs> At one stage, uh, you could just see his eyes light up. He's just he's just looking for that right hand that whole time, mm. and he almost got it, <laughs> but not quite. Mm. Uh, not quite. You know, the, the ones that just glance, but just yep. not that yep. flush. Just. On the button, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so that was on. Uh, let's move on. Keys, Ruhrhaus. How yeah. did you say that? K's, K's, like, <laughs> like, like uh, kilometers, but K's, I believe. Vorhaus. It's just a well, last um, recognized that it's name. A du- it's a Dutch it, name, it, and it he Dutch said it in a completely name. different way to uh, and Kees Vorhaus. Yeah, some. Yeah, oh, I was man. like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Very Your accent is very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Suddenly gone South African to Russian. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Uh, he fought Sayed Hasanovic. Yes, super excited about this one. This mm. was um, this is Sayed's been in the background uh, under the little under the sleeves under of the, the radar. Matrix uh, coaches for a while. He's done lots of little grappling tournaments and mm. done things here or there. First cage fight, five days notice. Wow, okay. hell yeah! You, you yeah. got to you got to respect anybody that jumps in the cage for five days notice. Dude was fucking ready, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready. Yeah, yeah. he was ready. Uh, in the in the my, my little chat to him, I'm like, do you ask any questions about your your fighter who, and did you get much chance to study and what do you... I don't care, man. I smash. <laughs> <laughs> Send the location. Yes, yes. <laughs> I swear. I'm like, uh, are you Khabib's cousin? Like, I come to smash. It doesn't matter. <laughs> pretty much, I swear. And then <laughs> he didn't say smash, okay, but it was pretty much... <laughs> that was the, the vibe. Okay. Yeah. And the vibe was also like... Um, he, he, he tells me a story about... I'm a refugee. I came to Australia when I was eight. My father died. He was a soldier. And this fight's for my, my father. <laughs> yeah. And he, he was in tears as well. Wow. Tell his story. You know, like, that was heavy stuff, Bosnian guy. Mm. And you don't mess with the Bosnians. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how many people don't realise when they're watching a fight. Like, they just go along, oh, yeah, we'll go to see the fights. Yeah. And, you know, they don't realise the amount of yep. time and effort, sacrifice, discipline, and... Uh, that it's has gone into life, that baby. person going into that cage to, yeah. to go and fight. Or, yeah. or the reason behind it, so you know, I'm, I'm fighting to, you know, with, with my dead father in mind. I mean, right. you know, the gravity he, of that moment. He said to me, he goes, before I fight, I want you to say, I want you to mention my father's name. He's dead. He's a soldier. I want you to mention his name and say that this is for him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. So I did. Mm. I just felt weird. I was like, wow, this is really weird. But it's it's so Im- it's right. It's, it's important, important for him. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, he just dismantled him beautifully, beautifully, just perfect everything. Finished it first round. Uh, what was the finish? Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, TKO. Perfect debut. Mm. Maybe Sayed, little beast. The, the wolf, they call him. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, so he was good. Great debut, so, uh, Sayed. Congratulations. Next one. Joint fight of the night. This was this was sick fight. Will Sutton mm. from Element versus Joe Brown, your mate Vanilla Gorilla. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he looked great. By the way, didn't he? He he looked fantastic. Extra white. Yeah, worked on that tan. <laughs> you gotta love Joe. Yeah. You love Joe. I, I heard he doesn't like Milo for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so racist. Yeah. yeah, Joe's great. He's he's a um, casual dude, big beast of a bloke, but just real humble. Yeah, lovely guy. Um, he lost in February, Joe, uh, in his debut um, by 
Volker, um, Damien Volker, who, mm. sorry, Vola, who, who fought later in the card. Yeah. Um, but great, great back and forth fight. I think the first kick that Joe did, uh, he, he it was a leg kick to Will, and uh, all of a sudden, at the end of the first round, mm. we, we were we were looking at um, <laughs> Joe Brown, who's lifted up his leg, and his coach is icing his left leg. Oh. We're like, oh, Joe must have copped a real bad leg kick, and, and they're icing it. And then we look over to Will. As he stands up, and Will's right leg. So it was Joe's left leg that they were icing. We're looking, focusing on this, we're focusing on the wrong guy. Yeah. Mm. We then looked at Will, and Will's right leg had a baby coming out of it, <laughs> like a baby face. Baby face. It wow. had eyes and a mouth and yeah. nose and everything. It was. Ooh. Yeah. It was. It, I yeah. said, my legs had a baby. Uh, <laughs> we were saying that, and, and it is the most disgusting thing. And his, his coach in, in the was was uh, uh, strategically placed in blocking front, it. blocking it, so his opponent couldn't see on the other side because mm. they they were neither fighter was reacting to it. Mm. Neither fighter. Joe didn't know the whole yeah. fight. Yeah, he didn't. And we, we we were like, Joe hasn't noticed Will's leg mm. as mm. if you would. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, there it is. There's, yeah. the, there's the weak spot. Yeah. yeah. At one point, Will. Uh, pulled Joe into his guard and you're like yeah well played Will you don't want to get up mm. because if you're Joe the best thing you could have done is to go nah you come back stand up again let's play this game and then you come to me chase me for a little while mm. how's your leg oh I can see your leg now now leg chop yeah mm. uh, and just you know yeah. he, but you know obviously he didn't see the it the heat and, of the moment yeah and as, as a good old mate of Joe uh, sitting on the side of the coach I was just very tempted to go Joe the leg the leg <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do that no coaching from this commentary box uh, no dude that was brutal um, it literally was like something was literally coming out of their leg I can't even explain you won't even and it didn't really show up on camera like it would have been great to get a camera shot and just look at it so people would just go on because I, I, I could see you guys in the corner of eye and, and and I'm thinking, what do they? What do they want to tell me for? Yeah. Like, what are they, but, and I thought, is this something they can't tell the rest of the world? What's going on? No. And then, then we we're just then excited about it. Come over here. And it, was, it was written down. Look at the leg. And I was yeah. like, look. It's like, holy, holy fuck! Yeah. Jesus Christ! Like, yeah. it, it's a, there's a third fighter in the ring. <laughs> and it was uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Any that, photos that he's put up after the fight, like to, to sort of he, see he, the after effects he, or anything? Uh, do you know what I tried to do? <laughs> Take a, a photo sneakily. A day or two after <laughs> the fight, I send Will a message. Yeah, I'm like, hey Will, DM. Hey, God, mm. hope you're all right. How's the shin? And I was really sending him a message. Will, if you're watching this, I love you, but. I was sending a message just in hope that you'd send me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and after he's like, yeah, I'm good, I'm recovering, in great fight. I felt bad. I didn't ask uh, for the picture, but geez, oh, I'd love yeah. to. You know what you should have done? The next day, How, you know. How's the baby? How's the baby? <laughs> <laughs> right? And the same thing with Dan Curry, talking to him after the mm. fight, you know, Jesus, or mm. you're talking to the coach. Um, how, do you, how are they feeling after that, that particular fight? We'll come mm. to it in a minute. Mm. Uh, so that was that fight. Um, ended in... Uh, uh, T, uh, sorry, was it T? Decision. Decision, Joe Brown. Decision, I think it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. Fight of the night, back and forward, well played. It was great. Can't yeah, Will fantastic. Because there's a rematch. Yeah, then we fantastic. Had the, the female fighters. Oh, yeah. Now, this one is a, is a good word well, coming talking from, point. Coming from Pride just a few one, weeks yeah, before. Yeah, I did. Yeah. The, um, uh, this is the, the girl, uh, the Muay Thai background. Tally, had on, Tally um, Greats? Yeah. yeah. The great White. Yeah, the yeah, Great White. She fought on the Pride 
What I love a fighter's mm. name with some racism, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Reverse <laughs> white racism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she was awesome. She's a Muay Thai background, but mm-hmm. I think has about a year or so experience uh, in jiu-jitsu now as well. Mm-hmm. Her dad, you may have heard of, is Josh Greats. Have you heard of him before? No. Barossa, fighter, mostly Muay Thai background, traditional. Right. They kind of changed a little bit in terms of their whole camping structure with um, uh, more involvement, I think, with Jeremy striking and, and much more jiu-jitsu uh, background in terms of Parossa element particularly. Right. Mm. So, yeah, she's been getting a much more well, well-rounded uh, game to get to this point. Mm. The question was as well, are you going to stay in Muay Thai? You're fighting a jiu-jitsu special. Well, y- you can't call them one thing because they're going to say I'm all around, but she's from mm. Matrix, you know, mm. uh, Samara. Mm. Samara Adams from Matrix with the green hair. Yeah. Um, bit more of a well-rounded fighter. And, you know, again, Samara, you'd think, would be looking to take get her to take down. But she didn't go for the takedown until no. she really had to. Mm. She got pushed to taking that takedown. You know when they mm. make the decision, mm. okay, I'm definitely getting beaten and I've got to take this into another area where I'm a little bit more comfortable, where I have a better, better chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She did the big judo throw at the end of the first round. Yeah, that was exciting. Yeah. And it was amazing. She, it was one of those judo throws where... I've 99% got you, but there's a chance that you can actually reverse this. Yeah. Mm. And Talia started hooking her her um, her underhook uh, leg around the back as she was getting taken down mm. to actually reverse and take, take the, the back, back of, of, uh, of Samara. Mm. So, oh, you're going to take this down. I may be able to beat you on the ground as well. Yeah. And then the first round was done. Mm. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's coming now? Yeah. <laughs> um, Talia got off some good knees in that first round in the clinch mm. as well. Yeah. I reckon she probably won it You know, in that first round. I would have given it to her from the knees. Mm-hmm. She probably dominated on the, on the standing. And then we get to the second round, and a little bit more of this the, the sort of happened again. I think the, the question was, again, is, is Samara going to get that takedown? Mm. She did. She mm. took it down, and the same thing happened again. Talia's new jiu-jitsu skills with, with these extra long, lanky legs. Mm. Don't want to do jiu-jitsu with somebody who's got those lanky legs because mm-hmm. they can get the hook in and then all of a sudden they are now on my back and change position and how the hell did you do that? Yeah. Uh, they've got a seatbelt on top and the, and the hook's in the back. Um, and, yeah, yeah. It, it was full on. But as she was able to do that, she was actually able to not just take the back but use it as a piece to be able to stand back up. Mm-hmm. But as she did, she kept the one hand on the clinch. Mm-hmm. So she held this and then she started throwing knees. Yep. That was the turning point, wasn't mm. it? And I counted, and I counted <laughs> them loud. Did you hear that on yeah, the commentary? Absolutely, yeah. 15. Yeah. 15. Yeah. Sounds mm. brutal. It's like, and the knees are landing. That's three, four, five. I'm thinking, okay, it's going to stop at seven and then <laughs> we're going to go back to strikes or mm. 15. And, and, uh, hit the and right there was, spot a, there was a bit of a controversial yeah. uh, ending. Uh, yeah. to that particular bout. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so there was super controversial, super controversial, Dave. And in the moment, I, I couldn't quite make out what yeah. was going on because it, 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 and it is difficult when you've got all of the noise around and you, you've got the, the corners uh, yelling instructions. So fast. And, and, then, uh, it, and to me, because it, it, I actually got a little bit caught in the moment because you, you're not, you, you know, you're kind of yeah. you're distracted, you're waiting for yep. the end of the round. And then I naturally got half an eye on the action, and I could see Talia was looking dominant. And then 
it seemed to me that it, almost like it was the end of a round, or that it, there was a there was a break, there was something, yeah, and then there wasn't, yeah, and like a, almost like there'd been a separation, but then that was reversed, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, and then uh, I think Talia might have come in uh, one more time, and then uh, there was, uh, and then the fight was uh, it was ended. Yeah, Talia had to finish by you know throw a couple of little strikes, strike little pitter patter strikes, just to get the referee to do the job. Mm. Yeah, the worst thing. You know, as you said, you said you called that perfectly. Um, the referee, as you'd like them to be, is, is far away, but clear to be able to see both fighters from this perspective. Mm. As soon as the referee starts to make any sudden moves, mm. that's dangerous. Mm. It's showing intent to End make a fight. decision. Yes, yeah. And if you watch this, watch it. I've watched it fifty times. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the referee had a mullet as well. What a great mullet that was. <laughs> but he, he made this on the 15th knee. And, and we'll talk about the 15th knee and where it landed and what happened and what should mm. have happened. But <laughs> on the 15th, something happened, and he rushed forward, three or four big, huge big steps running towards the fighters. And that's where you got – that's where Tal- Talia's pull back, is it? When so she's seen the ref. Right. Right. Yeah, so at this point um, – She's Samara seen the yep. is is has been hit in a location that maybe she shouldn't have been hit in, mm. and she there is no more fight. She's done. She's rolled over onto her knees and covered her face in agony. Mm-hmm. Not knocked out, but she knows she shouldn't have copped that. And even though, look, by the fourteenth, <laughs> it was done. Mm. But that fifteenth one, we'll talk about in a sec. We'll come to that. But um, it. Was done. He's rushed in as if he's going to do something. Mm-hmm. There's that moment that you talked about. That there's, there's this weird, weird, like a, a half a moment. minute, that half a second that didn't exist. There's this half a second in time that we're going to pretend never happened. Apparently, or the referee would like to pretend never happened, but <laughs> it did happen. He made this sudden movement, and now there's confusion. Mm-hmm. And then, th- no then one he in stopped. the crowd knows what's going on. The commentators don't know what's going on. The referee don't know what's going on. And most importantly, Talia. Now is looking at the referee saying, what the hell? Mm. Are you stopping it? Are you continuing? She's on the floor and she's done. Mm. And I D- may have done something legal or illegal. Mass confusion. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Talia, smart enough, I spoke to her after as well. And she said, well, oh, look, I'm, I've been around and through my Muay Thai experience, I, I know, of course, you do not stop until the referee completely pulls you off. Mm-hmm. And that's good to hear that from a young fighter that she knew that and was confident she had to do what she had to do. Mm-hmm. She didn't hit it hard, but she had to do what she had to do to get the referee to stop her, um, to, to stop the fight, which the referee must should have protected that fighter a lot earlier, in my opinion. So before the 14th knee? Yeah. Yeah. So so two things there. And, and look, uh, uh, all sympathies to officials who volunteer their time, yeah. go out of the way, <laughs> often travel. No sympathy um, for the haircut. Uh, yeah. so, uh, well, we, we, we can always take points <laughs> off the style. But uh, uh, all sympathies with them. It is yeah. difficult. And, and they're doing it for the love of the sport and to support yeah. the fighters themselves. And to, Not our usual referees, by the way. Ah. Mm. So, um, but uh, on that occasion, um, your feeling was 14 was enough. It didn't. Should I put my balls on the line? Yeah, go on. Um, <laughs> if, if, yes, we do want you to do that. It does, it, so, right. hang on. Before you do that, any risk to us? <laughs> no. In which case, go for it. We, yeah, we get to take is fifteen it, knees. Yeah. Slight fungus well, on, on my is, left. Is this testing. an exclusive? <laughs> is this an exclusive? <laughs> <for me? laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll put my balls on the line, and 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 there, before I say anything, look, guys, I'm sorry if I get this wrong. It's just my 
uh, opinion and I don't know everything and I haven't had all of the conversations. But from what I see... One commentator's perspective. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be in trouble. Expert opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it's all opinion, it's everything is yep. subjective because, you know, hey, uh, we'll, I'm not a referee and, and referees, as you said, are human, they make mistakes. They have but interesting... Again, like DFC, we normally have Greg Kleinjohns, mm-hmm. uh, who comes over from Melbourne, of course, and who's one of Australia's, if not best, uh, referees. He's right up there. Referees yep. for UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also the Richmond uh, Tigers boxing coach. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, he's a pretty successful dude, Greg. Cool. <laughs> we love Greg. We've got a great relationship with him and a couple of other guys. But on this weekend, there was like some, there was three massive MMA promotions going on in Australia mm-hmm. at the same time. We didn't get the guys we were normally used to familiar with, but we, we got uh, this guy. Um, and I believe he made a mistake. Um, here is the – I'll be clear on the mistake. That 14 – firstly, we've got to understand, and I made a mistake in my commentary not taking this in mind, but realising now that this fight was an amateur fight. Mm. Yeah. So you can't knee to the head. Mm. But the 15th um, – and, and here's the trick – for me, I was watching it and, and uh, Talia had her back towards us so we couldn't actually see where the knees were landing. Yeah. Um, but I was calling them out going, 13, 14, 15. Um, the 15th one was the questionable one and it was questionable for many reasons but what I thought it was questionable for, I was wrong in, I thought it was questionable in terms of had her butt hit the floor, the three point of contact mm-hmm. rule. Right, okay. Right? She had two so, feet on the ground mm. and... It wasn't her hand that was going to the ground. She had her hands in front of her face, protecting as she, or hands up, sort of thing, sort of, you know, mm. uh, as she was going down. But her bum was going down against the cage, right? Mm. So the rule is, of course, as you guys know, you have mm. to have, if as soon as three, that third point of contact hits the ground, does, regardless of professional right. or amateur, yep. no knees to the, yeah, the head, right? Yeah. It's, mm. And we know what happens at that point. It could be a no contest or it could be allowed to continue after a five minute rest. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, but, in light of it being an amateur, no knees to the head at all. Mm. You're standing. Okay. But my point at that it, it's at this stage, it happened so quick. Was I thought it was about a third point of contact? Had her bum hit the ground? Had it not? Was it illegal or was it not? Mm. Here's another mistake that was made. It was made on behalf of DFC, and I'll say it right now. One thing we have got to get better at, and this is something I've done. I've been involved with DFC in lots of different capacities, and one of the capacities I used to have is I used to be the replay guy. Oh. Great job, replay guy. Because, <laughs> you, you know, you, you have your mates and they get a knockout and you get to replay it 50 times more than the other guy, you know? <laughs> Slightly standard. Let's but, see it again. <laughs> but we had a new replay guy on and um, who wasn't familiar so much with MMA. Uh-huh. The right thing to do is to replay the dodgy decision and the, fi- the final 14th, 15th knee, slow motion, about 10 times so that everybody can see it mm. and it's clear didn't happen mm. it was replayed immediately after it happened before anybody had realized what had happened and then yeah. never again mm. and so we saw the replay and we we're like oh oh was that illegal was it okay but but there was also the this this the, this weird focus on the referee's movement and then he stopped so mm. it's like you didn't know where to look at was the referee you know will we looking at the referee should we be looking at what happened previous to that was it third point of contact or was it just a knee that hit the, the face in an amateur bout that should never have happened? Mm. 
Or should the referee have stopped it on the 12th, 13th, 14th? Hmm. Prior to Was it? he starting to move in on the 13th, 14th? He made and then sudden movement, bro, on, mm. after the 15th. Not on the 13th, 14th. Right. He wasn't. He was, he was way out, cool as a cucumber, and then crazy, crazy. Comes and running then, in. Oh, he realised he's made a mistake. You so know, what, 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 never do you, what do you think, right? what do, what do you think he, he may have seen that made him run in? You, do you think it might have been? Yes, that I mean, we are, we are speculating here, of course. We can't, can't speak for him, of course. But it, and, and there's split decisions, decision, uh, split moments yeah. um, that uh, well, moments that uh, need to be computed instantaneously yeah. for a referee. And we can't um, underestimate the difficulty that and the pressure that referees are under. Mm. But in that moment, you, what do you think he saw that made him rush this in? This will be a weird call, right? Okay. I reckon I'm right, though. <laughs> but it'll be weird. I can't prove it. Mm-hmm. But... I believe the referee just temporarily forgot that it was an amateur bout and mm. was more concentrating on the same thing I was concentrating on uh, in regards to how the bum points. hit the floor. Three points of contact. <laughs> right? Because right. that's the most fights you're doing, that's mm. what you that's mm. that's the thing to look for. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, it's not so much about all oh, amateur fights and all oh, yeah, because it's that's not the right. And so so that so that's the and, and her bum, so you know how close it was, was like an inch to two inches. I, I freeze framed it. I'm like, yep, that's it. That's it. an inch and a half. It was super close. And from where the he referee was, no, no, no he wouldn't second, have been yeah. actually able to see that from known. where he was because the feet would have been in the yep. way for one yep. as she was going down. It was super and, fast. Yeah, and he would have been looking for the next strike and where that was going to. Um, the the reaction. Uh, this I'm going to point this one out too. And I spoke to Talia, and she pointed this out to me. Thirteen, fourteen. Those knees. She was on her way down. Yeah. The fifteenth. This is what Talia said. The 15th only landed because, because of the fell. fighter's movement on the way down. Mm. She was kneeing in the same place, but because the head was now lower, mm. it yeah. landed on the head. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So there was yeah. never no a, a, an intention to knee to the face, mm. but she was just kneeing. And as the fighter, as the fight almost got KO'd, mm. it's when the f- she, Samara, almost put herself in that position. She fell into the knee. Super uh, quick. Almost. It was definitely an accident, mm. but... It was illegal. Do you think it would have changed the outcome of the fight? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> but it, but it could have led to Talia perhaps being disqualified. Yeah. No contest. Yeah. In, yeah. Or no but contest. it led to. Yeah. It definitely led to confusion and from honestly from I think from all parties a little bit of bad feeling. Not in right. not in hatred towards each other or mm. you know anything Mainly like that. Just hatred towards <laughs> you. But <what's, laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, my first thing that I did um, when I got home the next day or the next day is contact the coaches of Samara. Mm. Uh, to apologise um, on my behalf for my commentary. Okay. Uh, because I feel terrible. I'm going 13, 14, 15 like they're great. Mm-hmm. And I'm screaming, 15, 15, she's done it in 15. The 15th one was bad, Rich. Mm. <laughs> and I'm making it out like it was great. Now I get to watch the replay and I'm watching it in slow motion and then I'm realising it's an amateur, it was in the face. Mm. So I call, you know, uh, well, Farouk. Good. Matrix, so man, I love you. This is what happened. Yeah, and and, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and Samara's corner were well, well. I don't know if they knew why the fight had ended, but they definitely saw the knee to the face. Dude, and that mm. was the. Did you see what happened there? Uh, the, well, yeah, the corner jumped or something. Woo. Well, if, if oh, they, yeah? they they could have. And, and everything's cool now. <laughs> yeah, oh, we had a moment. We, there was well, a moment. yeah, yeah. I, and I think somewhat escalated by the fact that uh, what well, the confusion of the moment. Uh, one thing everybody could agree on was that it was probably the ref's fault uh, <laughs> at, that, at that point. And yeah. um, uh, and uh, you know there was uh, you, 
you know, leading into that moment, Samara was still fighting well. You know, yeah. right right up until yeah. you know that flurry of kicks. Um, it was a very even contest, and um, and I think from her corner's perspective, they thought that she was every chance if she could have gotten out of that situation still. But and to see it ended that way was probably a huge disappointment, and the emotion of that moment definitely mm-hmm. boiled over. And yeah. um, you know, for you there know, some it, words. There were there, but, there was there was words and back and forth mm. through the through the through the cycling <laughs> I don't know fencing. what they were, but uh, yeah. Well, well, I think initially the the ref may have uh, gone to uh, address some of those concerns and then thought better of it. Yeah, um, I know this though. I know that now everybody's mm. had a good chat. Yeah, and everybody loves each other. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, I mean, if it doesn't, well, if it, if it's the outcome of the final is going to be the same regardless of that, you know, incident or whether or not that, right. that knee was illegal or not, it was heading that direction. Yeah, pretty significantly. But uh, yeah, the tide had turned in in, in as much as uh, where the fight was going at that point. Yeah, um, I th- but uh, blame the ref and not Talia. Let's get him in. Talia's a beast, by the way. She, she's oh, yeah. a beast and and such a lovely girl <laughs> as well. But that's the, my funny. She looks lo- lovely. But <laughs> did you, the song she came out to? Is it the it's uh, a bit Diane rude. Word one? Talk shit, get hit. Gangster, <laughs> 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 you know. Like, yeah, well, yeah, it's great. But uh, it, that moment where uh, I did feel for the ref in in some respects because you could see his mind was chasing to. Mm. Trying to reconcile oh. the decision, uh, whether he had, he and, had and then then he had, uh, he had the troubles at the after corner that point, in the ear. Yeah, got, I've got little fires going on now. Yeah, he, he literally had three fires because mm-hmm. he had he had a fighter <laughs> not, not sure if she'd won. Yeah, a, a, a fighter right. a fighter on the floor that could be hurt mm. and a and a corner, and a corner upset at him about all of it. What have you done? And yeah. um mm. uh, and 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 in that moment, really difficult because these refs have to come back, of course, you right. know. And 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 I think his very next. Fight back was with the same corner, <laughs> just oh, as wow. it turns out. Um, but he uh, I, and I, I do feel for the ref. And in that moment, yeah. he, he turned to me and went, "Oh, f- you know, basically, fuck, you know." But and it wasn't about anything other than you could see that he knew that he disappointed people, and oh. you know, you could see he taken the responsibility of that moment really seriously. Oh, of course. And um, imagine and him going to bed that night. He just, you, I, I, you know, I, you yeah, yeah, and just I, live with it, wouldn't you? You'd be going, "Oh, I wish I could take that moment back." And mm, just. Mm. Two minutes, two, two seconds earlier. And you kind of think, you know, it's fun and it's entertaining and it's a great night out and we had an arm wrestle. But then there's, you know, there's moments of great gravity and seriousness oh. where he knew that there's he was responsible. split second That's right. things that are happening. And um, you could almost see him calculating that wouldn't have, could have easily gone much worse uh, for, for the, for, for, Samara, and uh, and and you know you could see him thinking, oh well, you know th- it was good that it didn't, but if it had, you know the the guilt that he would have carried with him um, would have been tremendous, and and still I think the gravity of the moment carried carried through with him for much of the rest of the night as well. So uh, I, I feel feel for our officials, like I say, yeah. they they volunteer their time, they often travel a long way, and uh, it's largely a thankless task. And in this uh, situation, yeah. it was a it when was they a get it right, right one. Yeah. no one goes, you're the you're, no, you're the you, yeah. you were so good, you so let that you. fight go perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like it just went so great. No, no one got hurt, and we ended up with the champion. It's all thanks to you. Yeah. No one says that, but when the fight goes a little bit funny, yeah. then any, we're all any questionable yeah. at all. Yeah, well, at least it's not football umpires because geez, <laughs> you know, we're allowed to slander the crap out of them. I think one of the reasons, obviously, with MMA is there's so many different techniques and movements and things that can be going on at once, and somebody can get hurt, but then you know the 
maybe they they get hurt, they go on their back, but then they get a submission and they win. And yeah. it's like you don't want to you as a referee, you'd be in that like hesitation world of do, do I stop it or no? Oh, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, and the risk of injury is super high. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and and so yeah. the risk associated with making the wrong call mm. could be life threatening for someone. So yeah, and yeah, you, and you don't want to make the call and then like there's been so many fights where somebody is like. You know, say in a, in a guillotine submission mm. or something, and he stopped the fight, and the guy's like, "I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, what are you oh, doing?" Yes, you know? so many times we've seen yeah. those. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, Matt, let's test your crazy memory <laughs> now. Right? How many times? Oh, yeah. I've got one for you. Um, uh, ben Crazy Hair, right? Uh, ben He's Henderson? F- no, Ben Askren. No, ben Askren. Oh, ben, uh, funky Sorry. Ben Askren. Yeah, funky, funky. Yeah. Oh, uh, Robbie Orr. Oh, hey. Did Robbie Orr yes. go out? His hand dropped. See? I would have called it. I would have called it. <laughs> I, Robbie Orr was not out, but the way his hand dropped made it look it was like he bulldog was out. choke, wasn't it? Bulldog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, a choke. Um, Robbie Orr, a super heavy striker, um, speeding the living crap out of Ben Askren. Ben um, Askren manages to get off boy. the ground in a, uh, a bulldog choke, had him against the cage. Uh, Robbie Orr has got his hand defending like this, and all of a sudden his hands dropped like that, like he's gone unconscious. But right. then um, stopped the fight, and he's fine. He, well, Herb Dean, one of the most experienced referees, is the one that stopped the fight. Mm-hmm. And he, Do you know why? Uh, Herb said, I thought theory. you were out. Mm. Got a crazy theory. You know, have you seen the YouTube videos of Ben Askren with watermelons? Uh, what, squeezing them? Bro, right. it's one in one in each arm. He goes, rah, smashes them and they explode. Yeah, Herb Dean had seen that, right? Uh, and he's like, oh, oh, watermelon. Yeah, it's done. I, uh, I, I remember watching that flight. I remember watching that flight. Robbie Lawler's head's about to explode in a in a he, crazy squeeze time. <laughs> yeah, Pinky I was juice. I was not I was not unhappy with that call at all. Ben, and because watching it live, I, uh, the way he dropped, I said, he's out, he's out, he's out, mm. and then he wasn't out. But the way he looked, it was like that's how somebody looks when they go unconscious. Mm. And maybe he did go unconscious for half a second, you know, and then pop back up again. But yeah. you don't go limp like that, you know. You're being choked, and you and then you go, and then you're okay. It's like that's yeah. the referee's going to stop and, it. Yeah. And if you do jujitsu, mm. we get choked out quite regularly, mm. and, and you get put to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know that feeling of almost being to sleep, and yeah. there's a you know, it's it's close. It's mm. so he could have been. In and out, like like yeah. instead of black and white, just grey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. the room is yeah. Slowly. It's like you know when they, you see stars. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to feel tingles from my toes working up my body. Uh, you knew it was it's coming. Like, oh yeah, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> and it's like and it's a warm. It's actually not too bad. It's like oh, oh. it's sleepy sleep time. <laughs> and then then you it's wake like, up and all your mates are standing around the mat going. <laughs> Shit, it happened again. <laughs> uh, I have. Yeah, have you been choked unconscious? I haven't. I haven't. I, I've been choked once unconscious. Yeah. 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 Was it um, you allowed it to happen, or was it something that you need to talk to us? About? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it to happen. I, I was trying to stop it, but oh, what? I, I wasn't very good at it. Was this in jujitsu class? I think this was just mucking around with a mate of mine. He, he said, "Oh, you know, we'll, we'll muck around." And so <laughs> a mate of mine is a, is a fairly accomplished martial artist, and uh, and and takes every opportunity he can to bully me. And uh, so, uh, yeah, that Do was like one of say his coach. name. Uh, yes, yes, his name is Daniel. I'll call him out. His name is Daniel White. You know who you are. <laughs> and <laughs> revenge is sweet. <laughs> Daniel DFC thirty. <laughs> see you on the arm wrestling table. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so he got you back, and he renaked and choked you. Uh, I, I can't even remember exactly. We were just rolling around, and uh, uh, we were. To, just because he and you had no idea what you're doing. It was actually point, the right? man who introduced me to the UFC. Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, the videotapes from the fish mm. and chip shop, um, yeah. all of that. Um, but uh, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, we were rolling around. Um, there was a Brazilian jiu jitsu place uh, just outside of town here, and um, 
I think it was the first time that we went there. And uh, actually, I, I remember they, they paired me up because I was a, a fairly big at the time with a with a heavyweight. And uh, that when was... When has he been small? <laughs> yeah. I've seen <laughs> pictures, people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, and the, the guy wasn't as big as me, but he was definitely a lot more proficient. Um, but um, it got to a point where some degree of strength was uh, was required. And, and I was... Uh, I don't think... I don't think he would, uh, he felt I was being very respectful to the art, and so uh, hmm. we we got a little bit separated. And then they said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, well, I think I think he, I th- his English wasn't great. This guy, but he he was like, <laughs> but there was talk, like he, <laughs> you know, was, you know, you know when <laughs> yeah, well, I, I could tell that he was better than me, but I knew that I was stronger than him, oh, and so I, I you like my strength beat your technique. Yes, mm. yes, yes. You and can't outtick me. I can beat this jujitsu, not real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was able, well, I was able to kind of keep keep moving. Anyway, it didn't like what we I was all doing. do this in our first jujitsu class, though, mm. isn't it? Every yeah. one of us has done exactly what you're talking about. Mm. We know what you're talking about. Dave. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, and then so they paired me up with a. A bony little girl. Oh, this is exactly what I do oh, to the no. guys coming in off the street. Yeah, <laughs> come with my little girl. Yeah, yeah. come, 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 come. And, and I, and I she thought, can smash you now. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, you know, I, so I thought I'll, I'll go. You know, like I mean, I didn't know what I was doing, but I just knew I'd be, you know, polite, and I wasn't going to kind of impose myself. She was all elbows and achy and bloody jumping on me and. Like that, it was a. It was like when you get one of those, like a, little rabid uh, uh, dogs or something like that. They're, they're too small. You, you can't chase them away, and they jump all over. Oh, yeah. You can't push yeah. them away, and yeah. they get a little nippy in here and there. And they're, oh. they're not going to kill you, but bloody hell, you're not going to walk out of there the same. You know, <laughs> there's going to be little pieces of you that mm. you'll never be able to get back. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like that. She was. She was very tough and uh, very, very bony. And um, I didn't. I didn't go back. I didn't go. That was it. She, that was she it. Choked that was you it. Out. Uh, no, she didn't shake oh, me out. No, but, but White, no, sorry, yeah, 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 so, yeah, but, yeah he, he did. Um. <laughs> so so, so you, you had to fought, after they separated you. I want to go back to yeah, this program. Yeah, yeah. well, I think we need to go deep. That's right. Well, I think uh, the next thing was nobody <laughs> wanted to play with me anymore, and I certainly didn't want to play oh. with that girl anymore. So it was like I got paired back up with my mate, and then he yeah, oh, just choked me. Okay. So, oh, that was yeah. after. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was him. yeah. So did you enjoy it? I, I, I don't remember wanting to do it again. <laughs> Any of it. Have you ever done jiu-jitsu since? Not ever? since. Oh, Dave. <laughs> we can play. We can play, Dave. There's such a high level of physicality in that sort of thing. You're either going to be like, I love this and I'm going to, like, this is my thing. Mm. Or it's like, this hurts and everything hurts and my, I can't breathe. I, I was like, my sore. throat is hurting from being, <laughs> you know, having someone's forearm pressing in my nose, my face and yeah. bruised and elbows. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it goes one way or the other, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you got brutalized by a girl. Brutalized by away. by a bony girl, and um, have never been back. So smart anyway. man. Smart yeah. Man. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I loved every minute of it. Back, back to the gym. So yeah, let's get back to these fights, crazy guys. What are we doing? Um, we poor people who are watching. I'm, I'm surprised if anybody's watching the stage. <laughs> That's they're, they're, like, they're just get to my then. fight. Yeah. <laughs> so where we, are we? We so just got. Uh, I think we got through Talia's That's Talia victory there. So on the on, on the fifteenth, dubious uh, contact um, and much controversy. And then after the crowd died down from that moment, where did we find ourselves? We then you got up on the stage with this beautiful red suit of yours mm-hmm. and um, got the crowd's attention. I thought we were all wearing burgundy, by the way, but nonetheless, oh, sorry, yeah, 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 not red. It's Santa suit. That's for later. Oh. A couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, you introduced Damien Vola from Element, 
Yeah. Previous came off the card and beat Joe Brown in February. Mm. Um, big boy uh, Damien Vala, uh, the uh, previous MVP gridiron uh, player. Wow. Was he really? Yeah. There you go. Wow. Did you guys like gridiron? Mm. I, I haven't watched much of it. No. Yeah. Can't say. Yeah, America, America, yeah, I've tried watching the Super Bowl, and it's just you're going. Oh, I, uh, I don't get it. Like I'm, well, I'm, and I appreciate it that you know it's a big sport and whatever. But I just, the stoppages and stuff. It, I mean, yeah. if you were into it, you'd be into it. But I, you know, trying to watch, um, you know, the, if they put it on once a year, and they're like, oh, everyone watch it, and you're sort of they're going, uh, I don't know what this yeah. is. I'll, I'll take you through an abbreviated history lesson. Oh, great! Oh. Codes one day, so we can I can ex- fully explain <laughs> to you why. It is that we have gridiron in the first place, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah. for another episode. Yeah, someone, <laughs> someone kill me. Um, so Damien comes out. He's a. I called this one. I called this one the, the uh, Beauty and the Beast. Right. <laughs> Damien's got a head like me. He's a little rough. You know. So Damien comes out. He's fighting me, old mate James. Mm. My, this five six years ago, he came in and I was teaching a, a fitness class at Cardio's, and uh, he brought in a, a mate of his and. Massive dudes, big, tall, bloody lanky guys, and just put them with each other. And just for the next year, basically every day, come in and just smack the shit out of each other. Wow. All I said to him for a year was, please, can you not hit each other so hard? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, God. Um, Brutal. I would not be one behind any of these unco punches that they were throwing. And it's just, you know, when the young they come in and they're just unco and, and, like, Damage is happening, people. Yeah. You know? And like, you, you come in, you're doing your first lesson. Please don't do any spinning back fists. Yeah. You know, yeah. crazy spinning shit that you're trying out. You've never done it before, and you're knocking out the girl in the third row. And you know, that's that was, uh, you know, uh, James. He was, he was always keen, really good dude, and super bloody strong dude, man. Just gifted, gifted mm. uh, dude. Uh, uh, just naturally, naturally, yeah. Um, really quiet and unassuming character. They're the ones you got to watch out for. Yeah, really scary. Watch the guys who don't talk much. You know, um, <laughs> they smear you. <laughs> but this is five, six years ago when I knew James. Mm. The great talk about for the last five, six years is James. When are you going to fight? Are you going to do this, James? <laughs> gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it one day, one day. And now, and that was his day. So oh, great! It was a big build up. Like man, like five, six years. You should. He was ready years ago. He fought Damien Vola, and he screwed up. Mm. He screwed up James Love you um, But he made a massive mistake In the first round He This is the pro, This is and, and you asked me before Do you sometimes know The end of a fight before Sometimes it's 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 telling And here's why This one was telling um, The mistake he made You could have foretold it As I said It took him six years To get this fight He's been training Consistently All of that time He probably could have been Fighting a long time ago the build-up for him was too intense. Uh-huh. He got too... And it's Trying the first... Dump. Yeah. Right. He mm. got too keen. Mm. He goes for a, a judo throw that wasn't there. Mm. And so you force it. Mm. You know we were talking about before, technique versus strength. Yeah. And so I I know... <laughs> I was going to say, I believe... I know James felt that he was better than, than uh, Vola. And so maybe he was a little bit too confident in that. No, mm. uh, you don't. Vola's a great jujitsu specialist. If he has a chance to reverse and gets a little angle, he's strong. Mm. If he can get on top of you, now you're fucked. Yeah, 
<laughs> and, and it's one of the problems when you've got athletes that big, you don't have to make too many mistakes to, to be exposed. Right. Yeah. If you want to push it and push your balance a little bit too much, when, when you know, hey, I could possibly reverse it, I'm going to. Mm. And he didn't need to go for this takedown. This takedown took three, four seconds. It was like, I haven't got it, but I haven't got it. I'm going to tr- keep working, keep working, keep... And now I've made this... Uh, now I'm committed, yeah. Ah, right, I've committed... I've got to finish this it somehow. Was, it was yeah. silly. It was silly. Something he will regret. He's much, much better than that, James. He will come back. But get on you, Damien. And, and Damien's been throwing his hat in the ring for a long time and uh, yeah. has kept coming back. And that ring craft and that experience and, and uh, understanding how to deal with the adrenaline in the moment and the big stage. That you, you could see that he was much more settled in the ring on this occasion. He was, mm. eh? And if you see his first fight, he got knocked out in seven seconds. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Seven. But so you don't like, learn a lot from that, unfortunately. But it's humiliating, yeah. isn't it? Like, mm. you, you build up, you bring all your family and friends to your, and you get oh seven God. seconds, you yeah. know? You, you, what do you tell your coach and you go back to the drawing board? Most people probably most people let, again, Most people know. would quit. Yeah, most, most people wouldn't put themselves Tim, through it again. Tim, Tim Hayes. And, and, and there's... <laughs> and, and, it, and that's the... That's really to be admired from especially at an amateur level or, or you know for people who aren't making money it's real yeah. to, to, <laughs> to find yourself in that situation in your first fight and you know you have your doubters in your circle anyway you've got those family members mm-hmm. or maybe friends that right. maybe think you're not what making you the right decision what are you doing yeah. and then you know you lose and what do you say to those <laughs> right. people and, but what do you say to the people that have been supporting you and spend a hundred bucks on a ticket to go watch you for seven, seven seconds. seconds and then the the the, the I admire a story like Damien's more than most because of that tenacity and the courage that it takes to to say, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna. Oh, that's not me. That's yeah. not the best of me. There's more of me to give mm-hmm. and to go back out there and 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 all credit to him because. Uh, the accumulation of those experiences led him to be very settled in the cage on that occasion in front of a thousand people live and in stark contrast to his uh, perhaps more highly skilled more well-rounded opponent exactly as you said it he was more settled james a little bit not settled Mm. tried to push something to be too hard more settled fighter a little bit more experience in the cage yeah not a seven second one this one what's this the ezekiel talk from the top Bro, let's talk about that <laughs> choke. What was the choke? Was it Ezekiel? Oh, uh, no, top top position. His front. No, oh, no different fight. Uh, Ezekiel. <laughs> Ezekiel was a different fight. I think that ah. was um, it was Jed. Right, Jed Dale versus Sakura Kamara. Awesome. Mm. Set that up. Ezekiel choke. Weird. It's like a rear naked choke from the front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever been Ezekiel choked? Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> I tapped, but I didn't go out. Yes. <laughs> you, normally you're doing Ezekiel when you have the gi on. So you've oh, got yeah. lapels to, to mm. use, right? And you squeeze and you can do this weird. Mm. But he did, it was like, I'd, I'll probably get this wrong. Uh, Mike and Andy can correct me and whatever. It was like a head and arm triangle slash head and arm choke slash uh, Ezekiel. Mm. And from where we were, we couldn't actually see it. So it was yeah. like... Oh shit! Do I call this as an Ezekiel and get? Yeah, everyone's going to get <laughs> dickheads. You're not even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, get out of here. But yeah. yeah, it was pretty much an Ezekiel. Yeah. Uh, no gear Ezekiel, which is not kind of used. It was a, you know, hey man, we go for our standard submissions. You got, you know, you, maybe a head and arm triangle, much more utilized, oh, yeah. you mm. know, high percentage submission. Mm-hmm. But he got this from Dylan Opitz, uh-huh. our, uh, our legendary, uh, you know, uh, jujitsu guy from Cardio Flex. Um, 
<laughs> loves head and arms. Sneak. They call him Spider Man, uh, just from crazy, crazy shit that he does with, you know, arms and legs in weird positions. Head and arm chokes from uh, bow and arrow positions on top side control. Weird stuff where mm. you just don't expect to get that kind of submission. You normally want to flatten them out and get that arm locked and. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he got it. It was crazy. <laughs> like, what the hell was that? Great, yeah, you call it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that one. Um, so yeah, that was Volo Marshall. Really disappointed for Marshall, um, James. Um, but yeah. James will be back. He'll be back. Yeah. yeah, and then we've got our other fight of the night. Um, I sit my beard's getting caught in this mic. <laughs> I think it's the electric stack. There's three other people yeah, in there. Yeah. pulling me in. <laughs> we had Passon versus Macefield after this. Um, now this. Could have been fight of the night for many reasons, mm. but the back and forth in terms of the talk and the hatred. Mm. All right. Uh, well, did, did you get to the bottom of that? Did you know where all of that was coming from? Yeah, yeah. So oh. they'd had a previous little sparring session in the gym ah. about a year or so ago, mm-hmm. and it didn't work out well for Macefield. Ah. Passon got the, the better of him. Um, and at that stage, Macefield wasn't training a lot and hadn't done a lot of striking and so forth. And felt that he could do a lot better. And so they started chatting to each other on social media, a lot of back and forth. Talking it up. Yeah, mm. screw you, buddy. I can do better and, you know, we'll fight one day. No, we won't. You're not good enough for all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Your wife's um, in my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that. So, yeah, man, the talk was there. The build-up was there. Remember, do you remember when Louis entered the cage? Mark was already in the cage, yeah, and you know the second fighter gets in, and then they do the runner. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. So that was the the only time in the night where it looked like something might happen pre-fight. In almost all other occasions, they go touch gloves or you know they run past or don't look at me, I won't look at you, or you know we'll stare each other out. Yeah. But there was talk, man. As he runs past, he says something, and then Mark says something back. No, screw you. You know, I don't know what they were saying, but we knew it was on. Yeah. Fighting words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you and you don't like me and and that was brilliant man they yeah. didn't stop talking literally talking the whole fight the whole fight was great See, so they could have talked it out yeah. this is the pro- <laughs> and then and then Louis started getting cocky and started showboating doing this with the hands in the air <laughs> and, that, he'd land and, he'd be like, <laughs> and then he got taken Bang. down yeah, yeah. hands in the air mm. he got taken <laughs> down double leg being a showboater <laughs> Louis passed in so I think at the end of the first round, Macefield had taken him down, but Louis probably got some better exchanges on the feet. Yeah. Brilliant back and forth. Um, the crowd just loved it. 50-50, everyone was going to war on this one. Yeah. And it didn't stop. It did not stop all the way to the end. Uh, fight of the night, fight, hate fest, with mm. a little bit of love at the end. I love it. I love it when it works out like yeah. that. They build yeah. it up in the moment, and and both of those young fighters, you know, it's it's it is a kind of it's actually cool. And I think retrospectively, like ten years or so in the future, though, those guys will look back at that as being a bit of a moment and a cool look, like a beef and a and a thing, and come out of it on the other side better friends for it. Yeah. Hopefully. After the fight this week, I went straight to Facebook, boys, and I wanted to see, uh, has the beef truly been squashed? Mm. Uh. Watching all the comments. Great fight, great fight. Uh, This is on uh, Louis's site. Mm -hmm. Then I see Mark Macefield come in with a comment. Want to do it again? (laughs) 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 Whoa! Whoa! Are we starting it again? I don't know. We're going to go for a rematch. At least least he asked politely. (laughs) Do we come back with 100%? Yeah. All right. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Something to look forward to. (laughs) Number two. We could have a trilogy set up with those guys. So good. It was was a great fight. It was a great fight. Um, Louis Pessin with the. 
with the right hand though? What do you reckon? A little bit repetitive? Look, I mean, it was working, so, you know. That's what I said. <laughs> it's, it's repetitive, but it's working. But, yeah. You know, and you also get the feeling when there's a bit of beef there and there's a bit of a lead up, there's a point to be made. And, and maybe that was his point, you know, as well. I can copy with this whenever I like, you know, the, the, you don't have an answer to it. You know, maybe that was part of the gamesmanship of, of the of the fight there. Um, it, it's hard to know, but, uh, you know, maybe against a different opponent, he, he, he would have behaved differently again. So, yeah. I think Louis is the sort of fighter who kind of thrives on that um, the tension and yeah, the, yeah, that yeah. bit of talk and need a spark. He's not a kind of can't be friends with a, his opponent. Yeah, like, mm. well, you've got um, who was the uh, oh, we we'll probably talk about it uh, soon with Dan Curry with the blood and all that mm. stoicism is the word mm. for Dan Curry, I believe. Mm. He's 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 the opposite. He's not at all. A non-emotional fighter. He's t- it seems like you know you need to slap him a few times around the back to get <laughs> him wind him up. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like this guy. He's he's nasty to your sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good fight. And then of course we had the SA Titans come back into the cage. Yes, yeah, and a lot of rock and rolling with the the, the shaky bakey <laughs> and the, uh, what, what, so uh, with Berserker and Sledge. With Berserker and Sledge, yeah, and and so a little bit of the background to that was that. Uh, uh, we had those two guys. Was it even a super match, or were they just training? Super match. It was a super it was match. A match, and there was a training match. Ah, oh, so uh, and uh, Matt caught some fantastic footage of that, and it went viral online. And uh, Ike had seen the the fight, and it was from that that he said, "Oh, yeah, we need That's you right. guys. Do we it want. Again. I want to yeah. see I that. I want that, and I want it on the stage. And so, uh, <laughs> so as a result of that, we said, "All right, well, we'll make it worthwhile." And uh, and Real sponsored that event, and so uh, we put some prize money on the on the table five hundred dollars for uh, for the winner. Real so real estate, real estate agents group. If you're thinking about selling your property, regardless of where you may be in uh, Adelaide, then give the team at Real a call. I'm uh, really <laughs> disappointed the way he just went over it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to let's take right. a little break. Let's put it in there. Let's get it done right. Let's get it right. Major sponsor of the SA Titans. So, Major. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a jingle now. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so so we went. Uh, let's get right behind this, and that was really uh, our gateway into uh, getting uh, arm wrestling on the card there, and, and featured as uh, part of the night. And uh, there must have been a second gap in the schedule along the way, and uh, we we got another spot there too. So yeah. that, which was awesome. But it was a, it was a great match up by those two guys, uh, Matt. Uh, perhaps if you want to. Oh man! Uh, oh. All right. I don't want to take up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to take up the time with if the, we, the match. If we unconscious, coffee, yeah. You keep talking. I was going to we'll say, if we become unconscious, it's because all the oxygen just got sucked <laughs> out of the room. <laughs> More sexy <laughs> talk from Matt. Here we come. <laughs> so there what, I was. What type of lotion were they wearing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it was a fantastic match. Uh, Sledge and Berserker, both heavyweight guys. Um, you know, it was a back and forth. One of the best matches. Probably the best match I've ever seen. And being the referee in it, holding the table, watching these guys go crazy. Mm. As I said, mm. normally a match in arm wrestling will be over in a second, less yeah. than a second. And to have that back and forth, and it was like, you know, you could feel the crowd going, oh, and then, oh, and it was, you know, um, they're moving back and forth, moving between techniques and hitting, and uh, it was just all round. It couldn't have gone better for, for us from to, to have that audience that was watching. I know what's really happening. <laughs> they actually weren't doing it all wrestling at all. <laughs> Look, we need to make this a really great film, so just pretend, but make it really long and back yeah. and forth, but change it, show them all your techniques, give them a good display, yeah, yeah. and then we'll have a win. No. Oh, that's right. Well, that's, that's you go Harvey's in the prize money bit. <laughs> Is that what really happened? No, it wasn't at all. And because uh, it looked 
Yeah, we got the full display, oh, yeah. didn't we? Oh, yeah, 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 I it think so. so uh, I mean, unless uh, uh, Berserker had his uh, his game plan, uh, definitely what he was going to do. And you know, you can see how much effort they were both putting in. You can't. Reflect. So, what, what was La- what was where was Laz coming from? So, Laz had what in mind exactly? Because La- Laz, te- technically, Laz, there's not another arm wrestler in Australia that uh, you would. Could even compare to Laz, um, yeah. technically. Um, a lot of the conventions and norms are thrown out the window, and that's what you might have seen a lot of moving yeah. and a lot there of. There was some crazy shit going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his, his elbow integrity, uh, in terms of like the positions he presses from, no one would do that because your mm. arm is going to break. <laughs> but he was, this I, I did my little comment. I, I replaced your comment. <laughs> Snippity snippy. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> you know. What did we say then? What were we saying? At this point, we're probably oh, completely lost. Yeah, I, think really I, I did shit. enjoy the, the wakey, shaky, bakey comment. Um, oh. He's gone for the wakey, shaky, bakey. Oh, God. <laughs> so in <laughs> the moment, they made up moves. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're inventing sports at this time. Yeah, going, well, um, you know. um, uh, I think the Skittles are about to explode, everybody. Right, what yeah. does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was like that for sure. Watching the commentary, and I was like, I can't. Use it's but the Skittle. I, I, I had to. I don't know anymore. <laughs> it's good though. I he's like brought it. the donkey out. It's this guy out looks like jet. he's serious or that something. Beard has added weight to his strength. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we had no idea. That's, that's but we were excited. Oh, I was, I was excited. <laughs> we just didn't know what about. <laughs> but I knew. I, 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 that's why I listened to it maybe over a hundred times, literally, oh. because I had to. Hmm. I don't want to say this too bad, oh, but I had to get rid of you guys. <laughs> I'd get Hurt me feelings. in there instead. But I wanted to keep the crowd going. <laughs> I'd just like to let everybody in the world know that I'm offended now. <laughs> hey, if I was coming to Tony something, then you'd be like, this guy, is, I had no idea yeah. what he's talking about. Anyway, no, anyway, we, we probably appreciate that you actually took it. <laughs> Great it was job, good for right? everybody's career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, but yeah, watching the match and the techniques they were using. Um, uh, so yeah, Berserker, and that he has that name for that reason. He he goes berserk. He's berserk. I mean, he he's hitting from all sorts Weird of places positions. you would never ever yeah. tell anybody. Yeah. You'd be like, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> that is not the way right. to arm no. wrestle. Right. Uh, basically, because of the conditioning in his bone uh, and his experience, he's able to do that. But if you are at any level underneath maybe eight years, like mm. you don't want to be doing that. You, you wouldn't will, have the tendon strength. Yeah, well, your so. your bone will just snap. Kind of like number one. Or, or arguably yeah. number one for a fair long time. He's, he's, he was a South African champion and came over to Australia a couple of years ago. Um, they had some uh, cultural issues happening in South Africa, uh, uh, which you know he, he had to relocate and came yeah. to Australia, came to Adelaide, uh, very underweight. Um, exactly what's happening over there, but uh, and he turned up to the club one night at about seventy something kilos. He's now like ninety five, um, but yeah, seventy something kilos. I'm a 77 oh, 77 wasn't even that maybe I mean, like he's 6'3 or something so yeah. he's a small guy yeah, yeah. and uh, emaciated right? yeah, mm. yeah 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 and 
you know, walked into the club. Hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very experienced, you know, from South Africa. Great. Okay. And he was he had nothing. And you it. wouldn't have taken him seriously. Had you heard about him at this point? No, no. no. But I mean, anybody that comes in is welcome. And yeah, we'll, of course. Yeah. But um, and then you smish smish. Yeah. <laughs> but come, 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 come. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. But him saying, him saying that I'm, uh, you know, very experienced and champion in South Africa, and then feeling him that first night, it was like there was there was nothing. It was like very weak. Very. Were you weak. the first to go? against him uh no <laughs> <laughs> so you watched you sat back and watched first uh, i was still with other people and then we got to him eventually but um he I worked was like, his way through the crowd he got up to you let's see how matt goes with him. <laughs> yeah but the first night he was not not there just no no strength but then the second week he got back he was i think he'd gone from 71 <laughs> kilos to 76 or something yeah. and it was like he was even with me yeah even in a week and mm. it was like ah, this can't be the same guy and then a week later he was stronger than me and it was like because he was eating again being able to train again all he needed was food yeah yeah it's weird that isn't it yeah <laughs> what food though what crazy amazing <laughs> Any food, food. Is he? <laughs> yeah. yeah right uh, but well, he, yeah. i mean he's at 95 kilos now yeah. and uh, i mean it's no, there's no fat on him is, That's is right. there really to speak of? I mean, yeah. it's a, you, you look at him and think he's a thin guy at 95 kilos. Right. So, but uh, oh, so strong. Oh, so strong. Unbelievable. And he's, mm. yeah, it, it, you can see the knowledge that he has in the positions that he has. And, you know, that, that crazy style of just. He's perhaps one of the few few people in South Australia that's uh, had the exposure to arm wrestling from a really mm. young age. Mm. And so, as a result, has that tendon conditioning and the, the, the build up of calcium in his joints and and all of those things that mm. make a mm. difference at a high level uh, in arm wrestling yeah, yeah absolutely and, yeah. and again like watching the positions he was hitting in uh, that's what won him the match because sledge was pulling traditionally in terms of he, he had a what we call a hook position dragging across yeah. um yeah. and he's very strong very, very good. strong uh and he would drag less across and so the hook position would be a uh, a more dominant position, right? Typically, uh, yeah. If you if you are if you are strong in that spot, so um, you look at him going. He's got the hook, no, boys. Yeah, most arm wrestlers yeah. are strong in maybe three different movements. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So your, your your top roll, which is my sort of thing, where you're rolling sure. over. Yeah. Show me your yeah. top sure. roll. Sure. Oh, really sweaty palms yeah, as well. Right. I've been uh, doing things under the table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A top roll is where you're rolling this way uh-huh. with pronation, and I'd be putting the pressure onto your little fingers. Yep. The hook is where you're turning in this way uh-huh. and dragging. Uh-huh. The press is the same movement there, but you're just having your shoulder behind your arm and pressing down through. Yeah, so those are the three different styles of movement. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I've, I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> We've got lotion for like time. Three, yeah. for that. three no, hours lotion. every Sunday of you know, <laughs> craziness. But um, yeah, so so those are the positions that you'd be you'd see and people usually have a technique that they're really good at and some people are a bit of an all-rounder and they can you know flow between different techniques um usually you have a good idea what this person is going to do before they get up on the table and you can tell in the setup how they're setting up you know it's like where they're standing how they've gripped your hand Mm. uh Mm. where they're positioning themselves it's like this guy's gonna press me or this guy's gonna hook or this you know you can feel it yeah yeah. Um, and with what uh, Last of the Berserker was doing in those matches, Sledge had the hook position, uh, which is a really strong position for him. He was dragging across. Mm-hmm. Last was able to catch that. And traditionally, for Last to get back into that spot, he would have to hook as well and either drag it back to the middle, you know, and just be stronger in that spot. <laughs> he just threw the caution to the which wind. He, which he isn't, uh, by no, the way. Right. So he wouldn't be in that position yeah. to drag so instead Sledge of, back. Instead of fighting 
sledge in the hook. He's just he's just gone straight sideways, like and thrown his body at his. Oh, like, that that yeah. wrenching kind of yeah. back and forth. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, and and that is all bone. Like it's just pure. You to, know. to get out of that, well, yeah, you position. would definitely not teach that. No. No. <laughs> and I don't even know how we really did it because it was just like to try to try to replicate that. You know, it's almost like going to the side of a house and it's going. Like, so it's you know, almost. I think he's got like three extra moves. <laughs> <laughs> three other bones in there. Yeah, 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 yeah something <laughs> like that. Because the other thing to understand is like Sledge is an, is an immensely strong arm wrestler. Like I mean, he's number two or number three. Three, and now. three now, three now mm. in the state. And um, but and it, but he, he's a, he's immensely strong. So so to break that hook when he's. Basically, it's like, you know, he's got something close to his body here and, you know, if you were to grip something and you you know, you hold it here and somebody just pull it out, it's going to be yep. hard. If you hold yep. it here, it's easy. The closer it is, well, the easier it is, right? Well, and he or was... To he, hold it. Yeah, yeah, and he's right here, but then Laz was able to still do this to it. Is, yeah. And, and you guys are going, he shouldn't be able to do that. Oh, I, I've never seen we, anybody do it. You ever. won't oh. see anybody else do it as far as I can see in the arm wrestling world. Sylvester Stallone in that oh, movie? Possibly. Maybe. Oh. Maybe Over the top two. Only in Hollywood. Only in Hollywood can those <laughs> techniques, do those techniques work. Yeah. Unless it's uh, that Laz... Uh, Berserker Botha. Yeah. yeah. So uh, from from our experience at DFC, it was an honour to be there. Uh, uh, as I said, bringing the cage into the octagon, having Dave introduce everybody, and you sick. know being in front of that crowd, even though they weren't there for us, it was still like this is a crowd of people well, who get to see our sport. And and talking to Sledge afterwards, you know, a, 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 an interesting aspect of having um, athletes of. Uh, who aren't used to competing in front of a thousand people? Mm-hmm. The adrenaline dump. Oh yeah, as we've talked about with fighters that are inexperienced. Well, Sledge felt that. So when Matt Vinocchi got got there, he had that adrenaline jump, and what he forgot was to breathe. Yes, and he literally but held. You can't hold your breath, right? He literally know. held his breath um, for yeah. much. How do you of those breathe ba- when you're doing that, fellas? It's well, like <sighs> you choose your moments, yeah. and but you definitely should do it. Is um, it fast breath. It's, yeah, I mean, well, you've got to time it. It's like a boxer, you know, a boxer like Floyd Mayweather would, you know, I remember one of his opponents was saying they would have a flurry and then when they would clinch, he would hear Floyd going <sighs> in the clinch and then come out of the clinch and they would, you know, and that's where he was get, getting those moments where he could take a breath. It's the same with arm wrestling. Like if, I mean, as I said, most matches are over in a second. You do want to be holding your breath because it's going to frame you and keep you tighter. What about, what about combining like the Wim? Off breathing <laughs> method with uh, nice arm wrestling. You guys know what I'm talking <laughs> about? I've been trying. I've been trying. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it's worked yet, but it's a, you know, it's a try. The oxygenation <laughs> process should work in theory, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very difficult to yeah. yeah. If if you're off the start and it's you're two things to think about rather than bloody one, isn't it's it? Oh, <laughs> confusing breathing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it's going to come naturally. Like, if yeah. you're going to lift up something really heavy, it's probably going to go. And lift yeah. it, you know? brace yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. so that initial burst—the first two seconds of a match—you're you, going to be holding because you want everything as powerful as you can get it. If you breathe out, you've lost oh, a yeah. lot of energy. Yeah. But if you're in a, an extended match, yes. that's where you're going to have to find the moments where you can pause for a second. If you get a stop, and you're like, take the breath there. And if I'm watching my opponent, I'm, my style is very endurance-based, mm. and I will catch people. I'm not an explosive hitter. I will catch people there, and I'm waiting, and I can feel when they go... And they go, oh, and I go, what? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Opponents take note. <laughs> now you can beat him. Yeah. Just do not breathe. Don't yeah. take the second breath. Hold on. Right? That's what you're going to do. But, but it's crazy. The strength difference in, in that gasp of breath. Mm. I mean, they just go, 
and that is enough for me to get through them yeah. to get the pin. Yeah. And it's like I'm watching them, waiting for it because I know they're going. You're and then evil. it's like that's that's that, sneaky. That little is enough. That's yeah. all you're waiting for. Yeah, yeah. that's all you're waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's watching, yeah. don't <laughs> breathe. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was it was fantastic too. How long to, can you hold your breath though? Oh well, I mean, obviously yeah. in, in a match. Well, like you're that, also exertion. Oh. You know, so you're you're at maximum exertion. How do you feel at the end of that? Uh, exhausted. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> you would be right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's well, really. You would have seen, um, you know, maybe three, four, five muscles that are doing most of the work. Probably a lot of, oh, you know, it, a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. You saw at the end where but they had that restart in the last round, and they, 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 they were almost they were both laying on the table, wrecked. And yeah. it was like, mm. it's a foul. It's a, it's an instant because so they're going, they oh, just give us again. a sec, and it's like you don't no. get a sec. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they, that's why they they, they were they weren't taken apart because it wasn't over. Yeah. They, that was if it's a foul, it's you start again straight away. You don't get to go and have a little break and come back. It's like no. Yeah. You guys started. I was saying no. You gotta keep going. And they're both like the, they're uh, both literally <laughs> laying on the table. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. You come up and they're like, just give us a second. I'm like, no. That's <laughs> not <laughs> what the fans came for. They, that's right. They came ah. to see pain. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's brutal. Oh, that was great. But from brutal. our perspective, couldn't have gone better. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. It was absolutely well, fantastic to have Armstrong sure. on the big stage. You guys so. are gonna do more and more of it with us. And yeah, it's bloody awesome, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and the, and like we were saying before, the cross culture, mm. everyone loves it. It's like it's the same kind of stuff, man. It's like yeah. you and me, and we're gonna sort it out. And it's real, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. fake, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no hiding it's in great. those moments. It, it's just a, uh, another combat sport. So are you going to say so something about Tito again? Just one we're again? No. Yeah. I'm sure? just pointing at Tito so everyone oh, can oh, see Oh, check that. out his abs, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Luscious. <laughs> I think He-Man's <laughs> head got replaced with, I don't know why. with a he larger just, one. <laughs> we went even, nothing to do with Tito. And he's like, oh, Tito. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the fact that we've got this, this version of Tito here, which is obviously a John Cena uh, WWE figurine that if somebody has coloured in his head, <laughs> I was confused, I must say. I was very confused. I wasn't going to ask or approach okay. that one because oh. I thought... It's just there's, too too, there's too many ways to offend. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Nothing good can come from this. Oh. Yeah. So what um, have we got? We're down to the last two, the last oh, two last fights of yeah, the evening. Last, hey? well, three, three. Three. Three fights. Um, so, yeah, you guys were awesome and that was bloody awesome and I'm sure we can... See February, I can't wait for. Mm. Um, next one was Jay Mavramahalis from Complete Control uh, under Alan Hartley, Happy Alan Hartley, and uh, Josh Frank Redbeard. Mm. Uh, you know who I'm going for, guys. It's the beard thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, everybody in South Australia loves Josh. Josh Frank, you know, mm. uh, a local, you know, piece of MMA here. He's he's always there fighting for us and. He's great entertaining. He's never going to hold back, and he's never going to throw a punch at fifty percent or sixty. He's not going in there to tap, tap. And, yeah, you know, it's always going to end in a knockout. <laughs> <laughs> could be him. It could be an opponent. But we're going to see a knockout, you know. Um, and Jay. Jay uh, did really well against him. And they took it to the ground. Uh, I, I think it was a bit – I'm not sure exactly how it got to the ground by memory. But Josh went for a heel hook. And he did it rather slowly. Mm. And Jay – He's good at heel hooks. Mm-hmm. Jay heel hooked Josh before Josh could heel hook him. Yes. Yeah, so that was, I think it was done pretty quick in the first. Um, but yeah, that was the way that finished. Good old heel hooks. They finish um, fights and mm. they hurt. Oh, yeah. It's good he tapped early though. Redbeard uh, came over 
and had to go on a set up of our arm wrestling like a, a ton of times after that man. Yeah. yeah. He won. Oh, he won. came over and we were recruiting guys. Oh, he wanted yeah. to he wanted yeah. to play play, did he? That was awesome. Yeah. 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 Maybe there's a future for Red Beard. <laughs> yeah. eh? He's like I'm sick of getting KO'd. This sucks, this sucks guys. <laughs> I, I will um, say uh, in in uh, stark contrast to uh a fighter earlier on in the night. Uh, Jay was especially gracious and came over to me and said, "Look, I know I know my name's really hard to say, so if you if you can just say Jay or Mayhem, that'll be fine. Like oh, you don't you don't say it." And I said, "No, no, no, mate, I'll, I'll get it right. I'll get it right. Tell me, tell me again. I'll make sure I'll get it right." And he, and he said, "But if you don't get it right, Jay's all right." And he walked off, and I was like, "What a legend, like, you know? Just, just the opposite. Don't screw it up like you screwed up the other guys." <laughs> <laughs> but my, you my, didn't, did you? You got it right. I, I think so. I think so. I think I did a right on that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I it's a, but it's always a fear when you you say somebody's name incorrectly who does definitely have the physical capability to beat shit out. Imagine I would hate it though. You train all your life, you get there, there's your big one opportunity, and then some guy goes, and here's Dick McFerrin. Like, <laughs> 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 shit, my mum's watching this. Yeah. You know, like, uh. Yeah, this was this was my one chance at being a hero, and look what you've done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's when you kind of feel like that ref that we were talking about. Yeah, Talia's fight. You kind of think, yeah. oh, jeez, I fucked it up. I didn't want to, and mm-hmm. all the best intentions of the world are thrown out the door at mm-hmm. that point. But uh, yeah, it, it well ended by Jay there, and he did a great job. And uh, both both fighters very very gracious and uh, and and fantastic ambassadors for the sport too. Yeah, we'll see them both back. Do you want to say something about like Rusama Palharis or anything like that? Oh, a tree, tree stump. See? Um, yeah, absolutely. Is, is Palharis Takuni? What's, what's going Tukinio? on here? Wasn't yeah. he the one well, who always did the, the very long, <laughs> just like Tito's long career? Held. What a prick! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, so well, I am right. Yeah, oh yeah, I just yeah you're right. You're the one. Yeah, absolutely. There was a guy in the UFC who got kicked out of the UFC for holding submissions well after mm. the opponent had he, tapped. Heel hooks mm. mostly, was it? Yeah, knee bars. Knee bars. Sorry, knee bars. Yeah, and he came when they had. The first card here in Sydney. Uh, Sydney? Um, anyway, he, yeah, he, he, it was. Yeah, and he um, the, got in the knee bar position. Very, very good grappler, and would just, super strong, like mm. uh, a mini version of the Hulk, basically. Mm. Yeah. Very muscular uh, Brazilian guy. A little bit of steroids, maybe. Uh, maybe vitamin S. <laughs> <laughs> uh, special vitamin to the down <laughs> the ground. Um, locks up a knee bar really quick. This is what he does as mm. his thing, and the opponent will tap, and he will continue to. Crank on that submission yep. and uh, it is not broken yet. I can do better. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and the referee will be literally yeah. pulling his arms away, and he will continue the He'll submission. And, oh, and wow. he's really Guys destroyed. Tapped like twenty minutes ago, he's still going. Still yeah. going. And he did it. Uh, it fir- the first time he did it. The <laughs> yeah. Dana and all the rest were like, mm, "Benefit of the doubt." Know, yeah. Well, you know, you do fight till the referee pulls you away, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then second time did the same thing, and it was like I think mm. he had a little bit more questions about him, mm. and then did it again a third time, and it was like, "You're done, mate." Yeah. Third time, the referee's like, "How? Like, maybe." Pulling him off like three, four, five yeah. seconds, he's still holding yeah, on. Yeah. Like and te- he te- tears people's idiot. knees apart, like yeah, ruins their like, career. And yeah, it's done. The person yeah. tapped you before that. Again. You know they're in that. You've won. It's a sport. I, I, it's I not give, a fight. You've yeah. won. Yeah, and then doing it's not. It. Oh, I'm going to pull a muscle and you'll be back two weeks. So, mm. um, it, you know, make your knee go the way that it doesn't go, mm. and that's not the other like side to side. It's literally back, back on itself. Yeah, it's funny he did that. Yeah, he got kicked out. Good feeling. <laughs> you don't even need to apply much pressure for it to no, nine pounds, nine pounds of pressure. Um, 
Yeah, he did that. He got kicked out of UFC. He went and fought in it wasn't Bellator, but it was it, might, it was a, uh, one of the lower organizations. And he fought I love your your memory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you all the time. <laughs> hey Matt, what was this? Mid fight. What was that, Matt? Uh, I, I think it is, bro. You can tell my friend that. But when did, when was it? What was the time of day? It was San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fired on the pumps. No, um, so he fought Jake Shields, uh, who is a you know uh, yeah. Very experienced fighter. Uh, on the downside of his career, also met um, Poharis in, uh, you know, this, I, I think it was Bellator. Anyway, yeah. and um, did the same thing. Got a submission. Jake Shields tapped and he kept cranking on it and uh, the referee had to basically pull him off and then Jake Shields got up and punched him in the face. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he got in trouble with the commission for doing that and he went to the commission and the and he his defense they showed the footage and he said yeah I punched him he goes he was trying to break my knee in half after I tapped he goes give me some slack and they yeah. went yeah fair enough yeah All fair right. enough <laughs> yeah yeah maybe we need another couple of people to go in there and hit him around a bit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I mean it's, it's terrible yeah. it's not very sportsman like I don't know why I told you to talk about Pahari <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, the heel hook submission yeah we're both yeah, going yeah. heel hooks. They yeah. did let go straight away. He he tapped early and and he's safe and no damage. So you that's don't, you don't want to play around with. And it's now transitioned into. Now he's going to be an arm wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so beautiful. <laughs> it's happy ending for everyone. Really, <laughs> that one. That's I'm we're hoping it's the same yeah. guy because the, um, the guy that came over to our table and had maybe five or six goes. His mates were calling him Redbeard, so I'm hoping oh. it was him and not yeah. just another Redbeard. I'm going to have to send him a message now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, you got to get on to Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, did you notice when we did commentary yeah. uh, for your uh, just going back to the harmless? <laughs> <That's thing, laughs> my my best comment, my best comment that you somehow deleted accidentally <laughs> <laughs> was about. Hey guys, have you ever done Indian toe wrestling? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new sport, guys. Oh, new man. sport. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, not a fan. No, no. I had a list. I wrote a list of your comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you? Did I did. you? Did you, I when you, when you knew that I was coming in for the podcast, you know what? What was the? That was the secret <laughs> no, conversation you, between you. you. Uh, that guy. Yeah. That guy. No, no. I, was, I'm, I don't. It's fine. Well, the reason why he wrote that list. The reason why he wrote that list is yeah. because I'm okay when, when you're saying bad things about me. <laughs> I would too. When you, when you write when you write it all down and then you set fire to it, it all goes away. So Except yes. I wrote it digitally and sent it to everybody. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, the whole like arm wrestle community in, in, in Australia, been, unknown to really me. Bad. Yeah, just the yeah. audio. That guy's a massive wanker. It would have been bad for <laughs> a lot of everybody. It's just a picture of you. Yeah. And, uh, everybody's Dick commentary. on the forehead. But everybody's commentary underneath. All yeah. attributed to you and just your photo. It, sent to all the arm wrestling discussion oh, groups around the world. It would have yeah. literally been. I might not now. go to February <laughs> Apex Sport Fest now. I wouldn't go to Russia. I wouldn't go to Russia. Um, <laughs> well, if they I go past you, it. I'll get the medieval suit on first. Even in Russian, they realised that they didn't like <laughs> In Russian, they love it. Great. Oh, this is the uh, lotion yeah. man. Yeah. I, knew, oh. I, I knew I was saying the wrong thing when I said it. I knew that there would be backlash. <laughs> yeah. Literally got Berserker and Sledge going absolutely insane. One of the best matches ever. Have you heard about Indian tone wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. I've done some Google searches, guys, right? Uh, and a lot of back and forth. So, You'd know about so you that, would you? Toe. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just trying to throw them under the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else wants to get involved in the Indian <laughs> toe wrestling conversation here? Nobody. No. Nobody. No, no one at all. I'm starting oh. up a, uh, a new organisation. Uh, anyone? <laughs> Is that a thing? Indian toe wrestling? 
I've oh. never heard of it before. Oh, it's let's a thing? talk. Oh, God. Oh, go. Let's talk. Have I opened a can of worms? Bro, <laughs> you obviously aren't YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a thing. Oh, well, maybe we can start a club. Maybe. Okay. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> How's your toe action? Have you, like, you I, got strong I don't toes? know what your body is. I don't have is it the same as You'd have strong everything, man. I uh, don't know about the toes. I've never trained toes. <laughs> 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 You're going to jump online and there's specific training programs Six now just for toe. Six toe. toe, toe Six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there could be like um, certain secrets that you could utilise oh. in the uh, toe wrestling. Yeah. I like them. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I yeah. could grab the Jeez. opponent's foot underneath the table <laughs> with my own foot. With your own foot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I th- I th- yeah, have you not seen it? They I've sit never up, heard of it. Oh. Yeah, here's what happens, right? Let's do it now. Okay. <laughs> they sit on their bums facing each other like this, uh. and they lock their big toe together like this. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea is to, to, the same as an arm wrestle, to, to push it down this way versus that way. It's all wow. about big toe connecting. Wow. wow. So I'm, mm. You know what I'm going to be Naked, doing of course, in a, oh, in, in, in a tub a of jello. <laughs> 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 Apologies <laughs> saw the Indian toe wrestler. I do apologize. <laughs> Two more fights. Sebastian Timessi from Fight Academy Queensland came ah, down. Ah, yes. Yeah. Um, this is a rematch against Dan mm. Curry. Fought before a couple of years ago. Pretty tight fight, but Timessi took it uh, just due to better strikes. Mm. Um, Curry was a little bit... Um, a little bit obvious. Kept on coming for the takedown. Mm-hmm. Should have maybe done... Change it up a little bit, maybe some chain wrestling and different types of takedown, maybe from the clinch. I don't know. Uh, mm. Curry always comes forward, similar kind of game plan. Sebastian Timmy picked him apart, beautiful jab. Yeah. And blood hit the mm. canvas. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was incredible. We, we talked about the blood. <laughs> we talked about the Swimming. blood, the smell. Yeah. yeah. The smell was intense. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you say about that, man? I, I would say it was visually one of the most spectacular fights I've ever seen in person. Um, and for anybody watching online, they missed out on the smell of blood. It was uh, if you were within a, a couple of meters of that cage, it was unmistakable. Um, you know, the weird thing about the blood for me is this: is like I don't I don't know if I should be glorifying it or if I should be pretending it's not happening. Glorify it, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I love, I love, I love well, like, look, I, yeah. man, I love the brutality of it. If <laughs> you're going like, in that cage, oh, <laughs> if you're stepping foot in that cage to fight, you're going to fight. Like, I hate the. Uh, I, you know, I don't the, think it's so much about the blood. I, I think it's more about the athlete that's still standing in spite of the blood. You know, yes. the, the, it's like the, the the blood for for all that it's there. It was really just uh, this yep. superficial yes. uh, thing. That was uh, not telling the full story of that fight, and yeah. the, the the full story of the fight was that it, it went the distance. Mm-hmm. Even though most fighters yeah. after that first round would have gone down and stayed down, and would not have been able to breathe through that nose for the rest of the fight, but he stood, he breathed well, his cardio. Mm-hmm was exceptional uh, to be able to breathe like that through the mouth for the entirety of the fight and still keep your rhythm and to still remain braced um, the whole time was uh, just... Competitive as well. It was absolutely uh, amazing, amazing. Um, It was not a a winning performance, but it was a fucking performance. Absolutely. Wasn't it? It it wasn't the performance of a loser. 
No, that's right. So that, that that it wasn't a winning performance, but it wasn't the it was it was the performance of 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 a winner. Mm-hmm. It was somebody who was winning in the moment because he was able to get to the next moment. And it wasn't necessarily it wasn't a game plan as much as I'm just going to keep getting through and keep create. This was the other thing he kept creating opportunities. Yeah. You know, keep so coming back. Keep what are you doing, man? Run back. away! <laughs> and there's a overhand right. And any of them could have landed, and yeah. you know, they, he, he was he, he could have being one of those shock moments where all of a sudden one of those connected and it was all over and 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 at that point it wouldn't even have been a surprise you know it would have just been well the fight was going that way and then he wow yeah and it was yeah so it was a, a tremendous battle did um, you talk to him after at all or did uh, i would have liked to have heard like how, how badly it was affecting him or, or did he just say i'm going to put this in the back of my mind and walk forwards no matter what or i didn't talk to him i, talk, I talked to his coach um I just felt for him, man. Like, like he's got to go home. He's a real person at the end of the day, mm. at the end of that fight. And they love, you know, there's always huge amounts of love mm. uh, with your fighters, of course. Um, yeah, they're, they're like a brother brotherhood. And he was, um, as you'd expect, Matt, from ISO Health to be, as per usual, just a legend. Just real humble and thankful that... How's this? His major comment and his main point was, yeah, we're really grateful that we got to fight and... <laughs> wow. Like what? Mm. <laughs> you animal! Yeah. Like you know, he, he's like, hey, yeah, he's okay. He's going to recover. He's going to be fine. And mm. you know, yeah. wow! Like just, it was brutal, mm. brutal. You really felt for Curry. Um, uh, he had a huge cart going across the bridge, wasn't it? That was, I think, the big bleeder. But uh, then I think the eyes opened the eyes up as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you could see, man. It was really hard without. It was really hard to see with for the blood where the blood was coming from. Like watching it live, I couldn't tell. I, I couldn't tell. I, I assumed that his his nose had got busted open. Yeah, I would have liked for uh, Iska to have stepped in and just done a little, not a complete stoppage, but given him a minute with the doctor to come in just to wipe his face and ask him. They'd say they do this a lot of the time to have a little conversation. But to make sure he's okay and make sure he's safe and also give him a little bit of recovery time while they wipe his face. Mm-hmm. So, are you okay to continue? You're all good? Okay, fight, continue. Mm. Just to give him that 30 seconds, mm. just to make sure he's okay. Also gives that chance for the, the coach to, to really rethink, is this okay? Should I be stepping in as well? Mm. Tough call for Matt. I don't, don't, I don't blame him for not throwing in the white towel, but I'm sure he was thinking about it. I think there's yeah. always that question that if you bring the doctor in, it's going to stop. And... Uh, and for the athlete's point of view, it's, it looks really bad for the for the judges. Like, you know, if you're if you're like, oh, yeah. they had to bring the doctor in for me. That's True. that. Oh, now the judges are going to be like, oh, you're getting beaten so bad that the doctor had to check you out. I think in I think in this case, the fighter's enthusiasm was what made the difference. You know, the the fighter, yeah, no body point, language. Yeah, he didn't step back. He he he. If you could take the blood out of the equation. Mm-hmm. There was nothing wrong yeah. with that fight. I yeah. still keep poker face to the death. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. was there was not one he jab me in wince. the nose, just on the nose. Yeah, I'm probably going to cry. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I'm going to show you some pain that I'm feeling. It's very hard not to. Yeah, he didn't wince once, did he? Like that was just in, an incredible display of toughness. He copped a, a at one point. He got turned around a little bit. I think he, he copped a, a something and it pushed his head down. And then Tomesi came with a high kick, landed at flush. I think that's what did it on the nose. Right, yeah. oh. The cleanest head kick to a guy who was literally coming forward to it with his head down. Head kick straight into the nose. It was 
Yeah, it was brutal. Mm. At, at that point, I thought it was over, but no, it just begun. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> and and in that moment, like the crowd erupts, and it must be hard for the athletes to to understand what's going on because you've just been belted, and then you've got this noise. And is that me thinking? Is this me going oh. out? Is this what what's going on? Because there's there's the sensory overload to the brain <laughs> at that mm. point, and that's why you know a lot of the fighters that may have had. Uh, endured a loss early on in their career and they're now after a few more fights much more seasons much more comfortable in the ring because yeah. they're used to that noise and yes yeah. and maybe something that fighters that have come out of uh, the last couple of years with not a lot of fights under their belt um, for because of COVID and, and the whole range of what uh, of, of reasons that are out there at the moment um, are at a disadvantage at an international level uh, because fighting there's no there's no comparison. Uh, to fighting in front of a big crowd mm. when when the noise takes over and you can't Cheering hear yourself every punch, think. Yeah, yeah at, a, at a moment where you really need to be present more than ever. I think, and, and Joe Brown was representative of this as well. Mm. Um, from February fight, in, he wasn't able to hear his coach. Mm. Wow. Um, he went three rounds, couldn't hear Ike, and Ike's yelling, <laughs> really frustrated, yelling and screaming. You're thinking, surely he can hear me, but I think it's exactly as you said. There's so much going on. You're mm. going to go, Wanting to kill you, mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, to focus on this and be calm in that moment. And Joe Brown, this time, uh, I think Ike actually said and, and chatted about it later. Man, in the background, in the back room after the fight, uh, he said, "Your ability to listen and be composed in this one, hundred percent improvement for your last one. That's wow. why you won." Wow. So yeah, that's 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 mm. what Ike said. Um, Next one? Yeah, final fight, final fight of the evening. So the last one, yeah. The main event. <laughs> so we, we did get a little bit into David Butt's um, uh, story mm. and leading leading into this big fight. A, a journeyman, he, he's uh, been around the game for a long, long time and had a lot of personal upheaval yeah. um, over recent times, which kind of led him to um, take on this fight for, for reasons that perhaps uh, um, had a lot more meaning to him than, um, than most. Um so, um, so, and not only that, travelled a long way, came all the way from Tasmania in uncertain times um, to put himself in a, a position to walk away with what I believe is uh, Iska's inaugural world weight uh, belt. Um, so, um, that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. thing that you get around your waist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so new, it, a new belt. Yeah. A new belt, yeah. So, very, very first. Uh, uh, what a way MMA belt. That's what yeah. I was waiting to uh, say. Yeah. So um, and uh, and up against uh, Shane Triple A Mitchell um, on this occasion. So fighter with a great recent history and and has been there or thereabouts breaking into the big time for a couple of years now. And perhaps if it wasn't for COVID, would already find himself in the big leagues. Maybe maybe not, but definitely been there or thereabouts for for a very long time. Um, uh, did this fight go as you thought it would? Yes, mm. <laughs> and, and I don't want to say yes because I, you know, I'm I'm not uh, as McConaughey McGregor would say I'm not the magic mystic Mac I'm not mm. but I, I did I did think it would get Rene could choke first round um, and it did um, and what did that say about Shane's uh, uh, um, readiness, dude? His well, the fight was two parts. It was Shane get pushed against the cage and in a clinch position. Calm as a mofo against that cage. Mm. He wasn't. It's was almost like smiling with calmness, just calm as. There was no 
panic. There was no panic. There was no. Um, he didn't even try and change positions, worry about anything with the wrists, grabbing a hold of things, panic. He laid a couple of elbows, easy. Uh, was not at all in any kind of panicked situation. Now, five years ago, he 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 lost to. Down here, somewhere, but he lost the fight purely because of his ground game. He's mm. lost, you know, the, the four fights that he has lost are probably because of that. Actually, I take it away. The first fight he got KO'd by Charles August, and probably just wasn't ready. And Charles August was a, an absolute beast. Um, this is a long time mm-hmm. ago, I don't know, eleven years or something like that. But yeah, he, his ground game has improved that much that he was just super, super calm, mm. way in control. Um, just you could see his headspace was easy, mm. easy. I'll take my time. And then the second part of that fight that I thought uh, was the difference uh, was just being calm against the fence. And then boom, here's my opportunity, big judo throw. Mm. But this judo throw into the actual finish was the slickest finish. Mm. You could j- there was so much that happened in about four seconds. Uh, <laughs> so the judo throw was perfect. But as he judo throwed. Um, but uh, was on his back and tried to get an arm around, which Mitchie was able to get his leg over and trap the arm <sighs> at the same time as taking the oh, yeah. back and then flattened him out by sinking the, the, <laughs> the, the, the hips real low. So not only was it a, a, an opportunity for, for the choke, but it's a choke with no ability to actually defend yourself. Mm. Uh, it was evil. Yeah, very fucking awesome. evil, <laughs> it awesome. and it was slick. It happened fast. It was beautiful, beautiful finish. Um, Shane Mitchell, in terms of the, the middleweight rankings of Australasia, there's, he's, he's apparently, from what I've seen on the internet, ranked fourth. That's bullshit. Mm. These guys above him have been fighting bums, and by bums, I'm calling it out. I'm telling you, I mean, the guy who's number one. Fought a guy who's got a record of like three and six, mm. uh, you know, last six in a row lost. Mm. What? Six, six in a row. Is that Jeez. the guy you want to take to the USC? Yeah, he's getting set up fights with bums. Yeah, guys fought, you know, nine times and won three, but and and hasn't won for six years. Mm. And you're telling me that the guy, the number one guy, who's above Shane Mitchell, is fighting that kind of caliber opponent? Bullshit. Mm. Mitchie is a superstar. Um, right now. The spotlight's been on him for a while, but now it's time for Uncle Dana to to make the call. Make the call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's 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 now. Mm. It's, it's right on it. Um, the way he finished, he wouldn't have even gone for the judo throw five years ago, mm. four years ago. But the confidence in the ground game to get that finish like he did, uh, just slick, smooth, comfortable, confident, easy. I called it because I knew that that would happen, um, and but it happened way more, mm. way more beautifully than I, I could have expected. Mm. Yeah, proud of Shane. I love Shane, and uh, we all love Shane, but we just wanted to see him get that that next shot, take that next step. Um, and from what I what I understand, it was important to get that isca belt, and uh, there was some work that, that had been going on in the background because uh, once you got the isca belt around your weight, it, around your waist, it, it makes it easy to get the attention of. Dana White and others, um, yeah. and uh, because Shane has been there or thereabouts for for a very long time now, and um, and 
it just it just seems like just a, a little bit of luck his way will get yeah, well, the opportunity that he so deserves. Yeah, UFC always, you know, with these fighters, it's all about their record, and it's mm-hmm. like, hey, if you've got you know a loss and it's you know three, four fights ago, okay, yeah. or two fights ago, and you know you've won two in a row, we want to see more. We want to see a couple more wins before we you mm-hmm. know put you on there, um, unless it's a late notice and you get a big chance and whatever. We need someone. Mm-hmm. You got a better chance then, but for somebody who they want to have a future with, you've mm. got to have a good record of wins. What's Shane's record? Well, this is the great talking point. So he's got four losses, thirteen wins. Mm. Going into this one, he was twelve and four. Yeah. But it's it's very interesting to look at the four losses with Shane. Mm. Um, as we spoke about before with Ike, his style of coaching um, and what he'll put his fighters into. Yeah. Uh, some coaches are much, much more conservative and never would put Shane into some of the situations that he's been through. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to be strategic and keep the record nice and clean Ike's, rather Ike's than give animal. them experience. Ike's an animal. He's like, we're going to throw you in, son. <laughs> you know, Sink or swim. Yeah. Dude. His second fight, uh, I remember it, as against a guy called Charles August. Do you remember Charles August? Only from you mentioning him a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> Charles August, if you look him up, he was you know, like a, a, a South Australian kind of Kiwi dude, uh, superstar, superstar striker, hands off, stone, knocked everybody out. You do not want to take a leg kick off him either. You, it's, you, don't, you don't go to decision with Charles August, you know. Mm. Beast, beast of a dude. Not a ground game guy, not an MMA guy. Mm. Fought a couple of MMA Fights, yeah. Just because I'll finish you with my with my hands, and mm. he did. But he was actually Shane. He was like a superstar, like the top of the top. And and Ike put Shane Mitchell against a young him Shane Mitchell, as his, a young little baby face Shane in his second fight ever. You know, one win and one and none, and and uh, yeah, and and Shane, you know, fought a very respectable fight against this beast of a man, Charles August. Um, lost. Uh, and got his first loss, but you could very much argue that, dude, he was well, well outmatched in many, many ways in terms of experience and so forth. G- crazy fight to take. Most yeah. coaches wouldn't do it, but Ike's, Ike's not your usual coach. Yeah, he's a goer, and he's and he's you know, you throw him in there, you know, mm. throw him in there, and it is what it is. A lot of these fighters that Shane would be competing against to get into the UFC are having padded records, mm. you know, such as you know. So one of the ones I didn't mention some of the more highly ranked contenders well there's currently. only three guys who are more highly ranked two of them are New Zealanders mm. so they're not Aussie mm-hmm. so let's get rid of them yeah there's only one other one and this one other one has has uh, beaten uh, Mitchie before um, in 2015 mm. six years ago his name's Kit Campbell mm-hmm. um, Kit Campbell if, he, if Shane Mitchell fought Kit Campbell now he would absolutely dominate him. Kit Campbell only won to Shane Mitchell because of maybe he hadn't got such a great ground game in 2015. Mm. That's not the same guy at all, at all. And, and by the way, uh, Kit Campbell, yes, he beat Mitchell on the ground, but only because Mitchell made some really dumb ground game errors, mm. things that just are, are mental and not physical. So... You made a really dumb, bad decision. Had your coach told you some basics of this, you definitely would never, ever do that. Mm. Everyone knows that. He made some really dumb mistakes, and therefore he lost. He's not at all physically the same person, but most importantly, mentally. Mentally, yeah. It's yeah, he's not that guy. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he would smash Kit Campbell easily, 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 um, and that's one of his losses. Mm. Kit Campbell had a career, and he's above apparently Shane from what I can see in the rankings right now. Mm. So that's the match to make. Yeah, it's just like crazy. This time. So uh, of course I'm biased. Uh, <laughs> Shane is the number one welterweight. Uh, sorry, middleweight in Australia. Mm. Well, he's got the belt around his waist right now from Iska, so uh, so hopefully that's the stepping stone that he needs to, to make that final leap into the big leagues. And uh, and not only that, but a champion bloke, a fantastic guy. Um, and, and I can honestly say that amongst the, the community of fighters that uh, took place in, in the event on the weekend, you know, all but very, very few exception are very respectful, lovely, kind... True people that um, that were there for all the right reasons and uh, and made the event better for their presence. So, uh, uh, Rich, thanks so much for coming along and, thanks for having and me sharing it. Absolutely. Uh, all, all of your knowledge. We'll, we'll definitely have you back. There's so much more to talk about. I mean, we want to find out more about Indian toe wrestling and so much more. So, um, <laughs> we'll get naked next time. <laughs> you, you bring the lotion. <laughs> thanks, boys. Pleasure. So, uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I don't need... Where, where's the camera? There you are. There you are watching uh, there at home. Ladies and gentlemen. They had like the back of my head this whole time. Just the whole time. Um, so <laughs> it's the better side, I tell you. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, Thanks so much for joining us again uh, for another episode of the Daily Combat Podcast. It's been absolutely wonderful having you with us as we went through uh, the DFC card from last Sunday night and, of course, joined by DFC commentator and MMA expert Rich Warner. So thanks so much for joining us and we'll look forward to bringing you a whole lot more very, very soon. You've been listening to the Daily Combat Podcast. Special thanks also go out to our main sponsor, Real Estate Agents Group. This company is growing to become one of South Australia's largest independent real estate groups. With their board of directors with over 100 years of collective real estate industry experience, Real is for real people by real people. Check them out on Facebook under Real Estate Agents Group or visit their website urbanandruralsales.com.au The Daily Combat Podcast is proudly brought to you by Dave Stockbridge, Isabella Rossitano and Hollywood Matt Connolly. Make sure to give us a five-star review as this helps us to continue to promote combat sports in Australia and around the world. You can find out more information about the podcast at dailycombatnews.com You can also follow us on all social media platforms with full video episodes available on YouTube. Just search The Daily Combat Podcast. Thank you again for listening from all of us here at The Daily Combat Podcast team.